You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese bowls are super fresh, we're in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. And welcome to your special Christmas episode of Nerd Rage Radio with your host, Adam Russman. And to my left is Mr. Santa Claus himself, Mr. Chris Pinkerton. What's up, party people? <laughs> I lost the magic with this one. It's yeah. not going to work. He's got Santa Claus face. We kind of talked about yeah. it a little bit. And uh, I'm a little <coughs> bit more of a, I, I would be a Grinch more than anything. Mm-hmm. I, I am not a fan of the Christmas holiday. <clears throat> that may be true, but you're not really? you're not a Grinch guy either. More of a Festivus guy. <laughs> I'm a, Well, it's Festivus, first of all. Please don't offend those of us. <laughs> and I do, truthfully, have an aluminum pole in my basement on a spinning display that I set up this year. For the dancers? I find tinsel very distracting. <laughs> do you really? Prepared. And that's Mr. Bobby Skullface to my right. How are you? How are you? All right. Nothing for me. Available right now on iTunes and Google Play. Feel oh, free. you did put it on iTunes? Oh, yeah. I thought you weren't going to do it. I said fuck it. You Dude, know, I'm so glad <clears throat> do they? when you do shit like that. <laughs> why? Because <laughs> I am. You know you know why I said fuck it? What's that? Is it a good song? No. It's be- not a good song. That's not why. <laughs> because... Dipset put that fucking Queen sample up on there. Okay. And there's no way they paid for that Queen sample. Mm. So I was like, if Dipset can get away with it selling 100,000 copies, maybe, mm. I can get away with it selling like 50 copies. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> could be all right. Um, <clears throat> so that's available right now. And that's also not a Queen <clears throat> sample that you're using. True. True. That, exactly. Exactly. It was a, all of those factors. Who knows of those people who recorded that remember recording it? No, they, they probably don't. It was in the late 60s, early 70s, but it is a universal group thing. So I think we're going to do birthday present first. First, first and foremost. Happy birthday away. to you. Uh, let's talk about that for a second. Happy I am, birthday. My birthday, for those listening that aren't Patreon folks, um, I guess they're really not getting me anything for my birthday. Oh, no. It's, um, it's today that you're listening to it's it. It's the day that you're listening yeah. to it. It's the day this came out. And for those that are listening to this now, my birthday's not until tomorrow on Patreon. So, All right. So before we do this, I will tell you, I'm not a big fan of the gift bag. Listen, I'm no, 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 like no, 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 Aficionado. I can't talk today. Aficionado. I, I, I love to wrap a present, but I've wrapped so many. I'm done with the I, season. I was flipping through Instagram, and some celebrity had a picture of their tree and all the gifts. Nothing but bags. And I want. I, I, I oh, bit my tongue. That's trash. But I wanted to say, <clears throat> this is trash. trash. trash yeah. get, get the tape out. Now, one that or two can actually make the, the thing look better. That means your 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 kids are so fucking lazy they, lazy they can't unwrap things. Too. I told my mom when I the gift bags started, I guess, in the 90s, mm-hmm. and my mom was a real, a real big fan of it. Obviously, reason why, but I told my mom, I said, You got to knock it off. I mean, listen, it's, it's fine when you have a item that's difficult to wrap, but I pride myself on odd shaped wrap. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that too, but every now, like, I feel like for a nice present display. Oh, uh, yeah, a one or two bags. One or two can fine. actually it's make fine. it look better, yeah. and then even, even one that's not wrapped. Mm-hmm. But has like a bow or something mm-hmm. on it can be a power move because like the 
I, I do pride myself, didn't take a whole lot of effort this year, but mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. But I do pride myself on what my Christmas tree looks like when, when you come down the steps in the morning. Like, I, I put you. a lot of time and energy yeah. into that because I want that shit to look like the magic from the North Pole mm-hmm. really came in and blessed this place. Yeah. That being said, I didn't do shit this year. Um, but we did have, uh, Chris gave us a whole bunch of hand-me-down Paw Patrol stuff for Leia. Nice. One of them was like the Paw Patrol tower, mm-hmm. and like we didn't wrap it. We mm-hmm. could have, but we just didn't because it looked better just yeah. having it. Oh, like, yeah. It's like, you know, and then like one or two gift bags. Like it just helps like a little breakup, a little, you know, there's something to that. No, get back to this. I am maybe too overly conscious of my reaction to gifts. Mm-hmm. So that's like, why I want to do it on the podcast. Yeah. So like the, the more people that are watching or are listening, I'm always a little concerned. Like, am, am I giving enough of a, I appreciate this yeah. vibe right. or yeah. part of my, my uh, new year's resolution is to gaslight you a little bit more. It's <laughs> a little bit more <clears throat> this year. So you'll my, never my res- see me coming. I think you gaslight me quite enough. <laughs> Mine is to give you the gas. Mine is to give you the gas face more often. Yeah, I'm okay with the gas okay. face. <clears throat> All right, here goes nothing. You got to describe the package. Uh, it is a Superman legendary, heroic, incredible, amazing bag. Of course. And inside is Kylo Ren's lightsaber, and it is what is this? Is this a display piece? No, I mean, but I mean, like. Did you make this, or is this like the kid's toy that you've no, cut no, up? No, it's, no, it's like a one-to-one scale Oh, you, it's printed? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very cool, man. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, I had to find a, find a nice I spot I figured there's it. something else in there for you. Oh, okay. A little something. That's an international purchase, FYI. This one is? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get one to paint myself. Uh-huh. Fucking a big hassle. Oh, and then there's a little base for it. And there's something else in there, too. Wow. All right. <laughs> How does that... Uh... It's Okay. I like it on the other side where the scar is. Swing, swing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Get that red, makes it pop. I think I could go into Detoff until a statue fills this place. Yeah. And a little baggy. A little baggy. <clears throat> um, under different circumstances, that could be a real treat. Nickel and dime. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's dope. That's awesome. It's the Han Solo dice. Very fucking cool. So, it's going to go in your car? Um, you know, Ooh, I don't you think about it. Right. So that was my initial reaction, right? Yeah. Was, is it, should I put it in my car? But then I was like, man, I don't know how I feel about that shit in the civic. <laughs> but um, every time you walk out, I'd be like, look at this. I'm the joke. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of works. So, it kind of works. So if the Falcon was a, was a modern day car, what would it be then? Ooh. It might be a civic. No. No, 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 no. It would be like some old. It would be like it, some it muscle be, car. It'd be a grand. So. It'd be a grand yeah. national. It'd be a grand national. So. Oh yeah, but for that, sure. But that was old. Like yeah. I think. I think it's. It's. I think that the Millennium. I get the impression that the like an eighty-seven Grand National. That when the Millennium Falcon dropped, You're picking up what I'm throwing down. When the Millennium Falcon dropped, it was a monster. You know, it's just now the Millennium Falcon looks like a piece of shit. Yeah, twin sure. turbo action. Yeah, fucking up Mustangs back in the day. Um, the V6, nonetheless. Yeah. 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 But she's got to wear it counts, kid. Bjork. She may not look like much. <clears throat> thank you. I appreciate it. See, I don't think that's a good reaction. <laughs> See, I have you I have you a birthday gift tomorrow. Okay. That's fine. It's, I, it's not a hand-painted prop, I'll tell you that. That's okay, too. That's also okay. Actually, not for nothing? That with the chain like that? Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. 
That's pretty cool. So the story behind that is, um, oh man, I don't know if I should get in this too early. Okay, so I wanted to get you. I got you a compressor and a hose and some <clears throat> other shit. I, we correct worked out. I got some other stuff at the house. I got a, like extra stuff that I, I don't bring you. Um, I wanted to get you airbrush for all your your uh, dios and whatnot, and I just think that it's time. Uh-huh. It's time. Uh-huh. You're you're artistic enough. That and you know, autistic enough, and that as well. That you might want to fuck around with it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just something that should be in your repertoire, right? Mm-hmm. So it is a it is a um, a hefty purchase, mm-hmm. and, and though we don't really have a set in stone limit, no, not for se. gifts. I just thought that it'd be like, oh, Adam, you got me five hundred dollars for the airbrush shit. Thanks, bro. And I, you know, I got you a little sexy bunny. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> is it five hundred dollar airbrush set? No, no, no. I mean, like if you if you get everything you need to do, like uh-huh. in like you go balls to the wall, you can easily drop out. If you think about like all <clears throat> no, the I paint. know you could. But I'm just hoping that you would not. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, um, so I, I I went to your your spouse. Like, hey, what? Listen, you got to have trouble right now buying Bobby anything mm-hmm. because he fucking buys everything, everything. he wants throughout <clears throat> the year. Yeah. And I was like, here's an idea. This is something that he I think he would like. Mm-hmm. I think that he would get enjoyment out of. And that he could really use, and he could focus it back into the hobby. Mm-hmm. So at first, she was very, she was very like, "Oh, I don't know, uh-huh. I got to run and buy him first. Like, no, that's not this, no, <laughs> right? That's not that's how, how, that's that's how that's this not works. Right, right. That's how this works." So she kind of like bailed on me about it. I was like, "All right, I guess, she, I guess, you know, it's, it's too much." <clears> so I, I bought that, mm-hmm. and that was going to be your main Christmas present. Like, I get, I get him some of his birthday a little bit later, right? And because um, I've been looking at that for a while. And I thought it was kind of like, this will be good because it'll be like kind of an olive branch for the episode eight type of stuff. You know what I mean? I can still still appreciate some of the symbolism <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, and, and, and I mean, I'm being genuine in that. Mm-hmm. So I ordered this shit, and it came from Spain. What? Yeah. So all of it, or uh, one I don't I, one came from Spain and one came from someplace else. But it took fucking forever to get here. Like fuck it to the point where. I was like, "Fuck, this might. I might have to go out and fucking buy something else." And I don't look like an asshole because I got you like little bullshit thing like that and the X Men, right, right, and, right, and right, the right. book and everything. Those I was all planned. So um, it was coming down to nitty gritty, and then Laura dropped it on me like a week ago. He's like, "All right, I'm ready." I'm like, oh, "Okay," <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but we worked it out. And I actually found I I was looking for that compressor because those compressors are usually like fucking like two hundred fifty bucks, uh-huh. and I found the guy who makes that compressor, and then. Brad just puts a hood over it, so it was very, very economical. And like I found, I was like, all right, here, this is within the budget. This is perfect. Nice. You get everything you need. She picked out the airbrush. But then I thought it was going to be like something that she gave you, and that was another like, oh, okay. So it worked out, though. Which is uncommon. What's that? I need to turn you up a little really? bit, which is uncommon. I'm a little low-key today. That's a little right. tired. That's all right. So anyway, happy birthday. Thank you. You're I appreciate welcome. it. I, um, and just in the heart-to-heart realm, Sometimes I feel, and maybe I'm off, but like, I don't, I don't, I, of course I would love to go see a Star Wars movie or a DC movie or a Marvel movie with you and walk out of it and, and have an Aquaman experience. Yes, that was good. You know, because when we're both like, yes, yes I exactly. know. Of course, of course, of course, that's always my, my hope. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah, you don't harp Not at all. Yeah, like, the only times that I get, the only times that I get frustrated by it is when, I feel like I'm wrong for liking it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like this time. I was joking. Just a joke. Well, it's a matter of, of how <laughs> the, the external factors that, 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 are, that are 
cast upon. This is, you know, true. that's the only thing that I, that's where I get frustrated. But you know, like I'm more. I'm usually if there's something like that, I'm usually more. Um, I'm usually at at first hit. I'm usually more bummed out that we don't have an Aquaman mm. experience than, yeah, no, than yeah. anything. No, else. for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's a cool looking lightsaber. I was admiring. Like the more I look at it, like dude, he made this shit from scraps himself. Yeah, like it, it, it tells a story. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I love it, and I love how it's like how like because I haven't been a big fan of a lot of the EU stuff that Disney has done <clears throat> because I, I feel like a lot of it is really really super fluffy like um and safe you know uh with one exception that we'll get into today but uh i do like that they made this in rebels they made this style lightsaber like this ancient thing oh really yeah so like when he's putting together this he it's like this call back to roots for him oh okay you know so i, I kind of dig that conceptually. What, uh, what's the specific green one or something uh they find a green one so what's the, the side ports are just they are a hilt it's yeah just, it's a hand, wrist guard hand guard okay <laughs> i remember that meme um Motherfucker's always losing hands no, no 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 the one that yeah that too he's the only one that hasn't yeah that's the one that was great but the um that one meme like when the when the lightsaber first was shown in the the teaser for episode seven around Thanksgiving, like the year before, and everybody was like, "Stupid, pointless! Why would you have two blades that come out like this? And you could chop off the fucking one blade." And then uh, the guy who was doing Colbert, yeah. he like did a whole special on it, and he was like, "Look, I'm a Star Wars fan, and I don't really get into this sort of thing on this show. However, let's take a second. And he like pulled out this chart, and he was like, "This is where the blade would come up, and it would also come out of here." So it's not like this part is producing a blade and this part is producing a blade and you could chop this part off. It's that it's all one blade. Yeah. Which was awesome. But the meme came out after episode seven came out where it was like, oh, stupid cross guard, not effective. And then it had like the picture of Finn getting his shoulder burned. And it was like, it's super effective. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of feel with Nerd Weeks, we should start with Chris. I got a lot. Do you have a lot? Or should we start with you? I don't know if we should start with me or not. Really? Yeah, mine is mm. mine is fucked up, dude. Really? Yeah, I mean it's it's God. bad. It's bad. I know I'm a drama queen, bro. Yeah. I mean I can Fuck go. Me. I can go. Mine's not I mean mine's not fucked up. I just have, I feel like I have a lot. I actually wrote I I made notes. I think Chris is ready for his notes. <laughs> you know you can make the notes in the, in the notes. I know. If you'd like. I know. If you'd like. I'm going to turn this on for you. Oh, okay. Let me find my notes. Turn me up. Uh, there they are. Dude, Stormbreaker looks fucking tight, bro. This shelf is the shit. Yeah, it's good, too. It's like one of my favorite Hot Toys shelves I have right now. You know what it is? It's the height difference. Yeah. And, it, and it's it's <clears throat> the asymmetry of, of the three of them. And I'm going to put... It's very visually interesting. Eventually, I'm going to put Star-Lord over there with Gamora and Drax, and mm. I'm going to put Thor there. Mm. Good choice. Yeah. But they need Teenage Groot. No, I don't fuck with teenage Groot. I know he fucks teenage Groot. It's kind of the point. His <laughs> teenagers suck. I concur with that. Dude, <laughs> do you ever think if you went back in time, would you beat the shit out of your teenage self just for GP? I'm going to beat the shit out of you so I don't have to fucking remember the next stupid thing you're going to do. No. I would. There, but there, there, are, there are moments where I would like to go in and shake myself up. The, the, the problem... I think I would have had talking to myself is trying to explain to myself in certain circumstances. Allow me to introduce you think, myself. You think you're you think you're making a bold choice here, but it's only because you're scared to make the bold choice. Hmm. Interesting. But Interesting. Uh, the fucked up thing about what that is is 
we are who we are where we are because of everything. One hundred percent. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You go whisper in the ear of your seventeen-year-old butterfly yeah. effect. Butterfly effect. Yep. Yeah. One hundred. I, I absolutely agree. I, without some of the worst decisions I've ever made, I would not be yeah. here talking to you right now. You are absolutely one hundred percent correct. I just remember some of the like. I, I, I can go back and like look those eyes. Remember the fucking times that like I just said the stupidest thing, did the stupidest, stupidest thing, and that's you know. That's why I stopped drinking last week. <clears throat> Joking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, continue, Chris. Okay, so uh, interesting week for me. Obviously, Christmas and everything. We we went to see um, we went to see the um, Trans Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> Dude, I, that sounds awesome. Was it great? I, I texted him and I was like, "Dude, I was like, how's the light show? Please tell me you're on shrooms right now." Was it good? Was it a thrilling experience? I, I wish I'd had did, mushrooms. Did you did you at least see the Carol of Bells performance? Let me let me start. Oh, that's they, what they, they, ha- they have to close on that. Let me yeah. start from the beginning. I am not a fan of of the festivities surrounding Christmas in general. Okay. Is this why you didn't come to Christmas Town, Chris? Hmm? Is this why you didn't come to Christmas Town? No. Oh, okay. I don't, um, I don't believe you. My wife loves loves Christmas and she loves TSO <laughs> as I've I've learned that it's now called TSO. <laughs> no more TSO here, man. TSO. You gotta say the whole thing. No, it's TSO. <laughs> oh man. So there there's something I want to speak about first. So so the plan was What's it, the plan? Dude? This was in DC at the where the Capitals play. Okay. Never been down there Ca- before. The Capitol Arena. Center. Uh, yes, it's great. It's Cap- Capital One Arena. Yeah. Um, so the plan was to leave and go get uh, something to eat, and then go to this event. Um, so I left it to my wife. I said, "We're leaving at whatever time we're leaving. You pick somewhere to eat." So we ended up at a TGI Fridays in Rockville. Oof. Yeah. So How had a choice. How are the cheese sticks though? <laughs> <laughs> so our 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 server comes to the table. And is a is that uh, one of those guys that sits down next to you, like, hey guys? I wish it would have been. <laughs> I would have taken the uh, the guy from Office Space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey, you need some uh, cheesy poppers or extreme fajitas. <laughs> so this was a. Um, I'm going to assume born as a male. Okay. Um, okay. Who was wearing almost clown like makeup, almost like Harley Quinn makeup on their face. Mm. Dude, you sound old as fuck right now. I, I know I do. I know I do. But this is so my my youngest child referred to this person as a she. Okay. So goal achieved, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, that's fine. And I I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. You do what you want. If you want to marry a stop sign and have a great, I don't care. Right. But from if your job, you is, never get to hit that though. Not a stop sign. No, you, you got to get the go sign. You know what I mean? <laughs> stop it. So if, don't do that. If your income is dependent on people with hipping you, do you? I mean, th- think about other. Th- would would it, would Bobby? Would your would your dad and and being comfortable with that person as a server? Um, you probably at the that. end of the day, it would depend on the the quality of service. It wasn't a great service. Okay, then boot. then then no, and and <laughs> it would it would all be compounded. Okay, why is Optimus Prime's leg so chunky? There, it doesn't need to be that chunky. See, see, now I like that. 
I like I like a chunky Optimus Prime. It's one thing I've. I don't, know, I don't want. I don't want to have the conversation. <laughs> I don't want to talk about <laughs> chunky Optimus. But Prime. it looks it looks stubby. Like it's it's not like. I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah. It's just it's super no, it's fine. super distracting. It is. I don't, I don't I, like it there. I, I said it's going upstairs. It's going upstairs Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't like it there either. You so, got more shit coming Friday. Uh, I got podiums to put the detox on. Hmm. Okay, continue. Anyways, I just thought this was a maybe something worth discussing. Maybe not. I don't know. I just, I just found it odd that 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 person would make those decisions to come to work like that. And I don't know if they do that every day or if it was. It's festive. Sunday. Let's. It was festive. Let's get festive. So, <clears throat> so this I, is. I would. I would like to have a conversation with a trans person, um, and I don't care going from what to what. Mm-hmm. I would prefer it being male to female because mm-hmm. I think I hate to say this, and I could be way off just being ignorant, but I don't know if there's enough meat on the bone, so to speak, going the other way. So to speak, so to speak. Um, it probably it probably be easier to find someone. And I think it's a lot more. I think it's a lot more socially challenging. Mm, I don't know. We had this conversation once before. Yeah, we, you, you started out this way, but you you eventually came mm-hmm. to came. We sided um, because the social sometimes women can look more boyish just sure. based Masculine. on fashion. Yeah, you know and. But women, but men, not so much. You can't tuck in that app, that Adam's apple. <laughs> yeah, and so like I, there are I have seen um, some some of those folks and thought to myself, man, like that is a tough sell, dude. That you know, now, now I'd like to have a different conversation with Bailey if we were, to, you know, what I mean, Obvi- like, obviously so, dude. Obviously, speaking of Bailey, mm-hmm. wife and I, I mean, we were, you know, had a little fun time here watching a little tit tit drop. Videos. <laughs> they snuck a Bailey in there. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, I know who that is. Hey. Didn't ruin it for my wife though. She she probably wasn't upset with that. No, she's no, she would have. She would've. oh, I mean, just trash or stuff like that. Oh, uh, but like um, <laughs> the uh, but just to see how like because it it's got to ironically, <laughs> it's got to take some balls, you know, like to like you know because like the that decision you, I, I would yeah. feel like the whole world is against me you know so, sometimes yeah yeah you know so sometimes like Dude, i mean are you opening up to us right now what do you mean <laughs> sometimes like i you know just buying jeans right like jeans have gotten slimmer you know what i mean like just in terms of going to the store and buying a pair and like sometimes i buy a pair of jeans that are whatever and i get i get them on and i'm like oh boy like this is the, the world's changing and then i'll I'll, I, I have literally put on a pair of jeans. Like, I have some more slimmer jeans. I'd be like, yeah, this would, this, would be, this would be perfect for today. But there's other times where I put on a pair of jeans like that and gotten, like, at, almost to the bathroom door. And be like, no, you can't go out like this today. You might have to get it on today. you got to come back in. <laughs> this isn't a day for these. Um, so, like, I can imagine if I was, like, putting my... Uh, it sounds funny, and I don't necessarily mean it to, but if I was, like, putting my nails on and shit, I'd be like, whew, like... Today might be rough for you, Mac. Like this, mm. you know, this might be a rough day. You know, especially for a guy look, that looks like me. Like I'm not, like, I'm not an easy sell. Just in the traditional manner. Listen, when when we were in Chicago um, for TFCon, mm-hmm. you know, there was that lovely bar there that I don't remember the name of it. No, I don't either. Sure but Justin Mites is a he's a managing partner now. Apparently. <laughs> but there was I was sitting there with uh, with my wife eating dinner one one day. And here comes a man that looked like he could have played the drill sergeant in a World War II movie 
fully done up. Hair, makeup, off the shoulder dress. Hmm. Good for him. Yeah. I, I, like, I, there is an element to me that not only respects it, but is like low key in awe. You know, uh, uh, Glenn Quagmire's dad is like a transsexual one and family guy. Like a big, you know, big chin. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I did not know that. All right. No, no in the pain. story, well, there's a dude at my work <laughs> that, yes, that basically <laughs> is that in the real life. Mm-hmm. Like, big jaw, huge. Like, Joe looks skinny mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to this lady. Um, but then straight up, like, miniskirt dress. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah rocking I, it out. I'm like, hey, hey. You know, yeah. Go I, for I, it. Because sometimes, like, sometimes, like, just celebrities that are, quote, unquote, traditional you know heterosexual you know man man with the same identity men sometimes the shit that they wear i'm like you gotta have some confidence to go out like that um so i can only imagine if i do i do think there's there's probably a type of person too that loves that attention oh definitely and and then there's also tears of it right like like when prince came out with a blouse and a purple suit, yeah, he wasn't trying to fit in. He wanted you to look twice. You know, I think the the probably the Migos feel the same way. Like they're not trying to fit in. They're trying to be a super loud celebrity. Oh yeah, visually. But I just mean in some of like some of like the quote unquote like normal day shit. It looks like these folks wear. I'm just like man, like I, that young lad that was over here on Christmas Eve. You yeah. know, just like you know, I was like, <laughs> what. I gotta stop the podcast and see what I'm gonna say because it's bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Save guy? it real quick. Like, save it anyway while we're, while we're um, who is this? But like the the whole like you know I made it that crack about like you know invite your pants down to your shoes so you can have a, can yeah, have a party. Yeah. But that's what how kids wear their clothes now. Like, yeah, no, you know. So, um, but to me, like, I if I were to put that on and look in, in the mirror on my way out, I'd be like. <laughs> Go back upstairs and change before somebody hits you in your face. Yeah, but you just been conditioned. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not asking the why. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about the the guts that it takes to be that dedicated to how you, I guess you feel or you want to be perceived or want to look to to go through with that. Hmm. You know. Yeah. I hear you. Continue. So yeah, that was a, that was an interesting experience. So T <laughs> so TSO as as it's now called. Um, my wife loves that. Wanted to go. Said this is kind of what I want for my Christmas gift. I said fine, I'll go. I'm horribly uncomfortable in stadium seating because I'm freaking giant. So here I am with my legs going numb. Anyways, um, I'm a man, not a monster. So what I've what my wife figured out is she likes two of their songs. Oh really? And she didn't realize how much singing is in all these songs. It's oh. a it's a ridiculous amount of singing, and it's it's um, <clears throat> Carol Bell's for one. It's rock opera singing. Yeah, I mean it is very. So what was the, the demographic? <sighs> I'm gonna just say white middle class from what I saw. Okay. I mean there was it was some spectrum there. I mean Kelly was like let's let's dress up, you know let's be. I mean there's a guy in front of me with sweatpants on. <laughs> You oh know, yeah, eating a hot dog, oh, yeah. <laughs> a $12 hot dog in my dad. Take your hat off. Um, we, we don't serve hot dogs here. We left halfway through. <clears throat> we, we left halfway through. She, Did you get to see Carla Bell's? I don't even it's know what that is. It's got to be the I don't closer. even know what that is. Dun, 
It's got to be the closer. They it's, like their, it's like their most famous jam. So so this is the way this was set up. So they had a... And we got there late, which I hate being late to things, but it just happened. We're like five minutes late. We're walking in. They, they had a... They had a guy on the stage telling a story, and then he would stop telling the story and they'd play a song. And I missed the very beginning of it, but it was something about an old man and a, a little girl in a theater. And and the, the old man would... Harvey Weinstein? No. Weinstein no. is mean. Weinstein is fine. And and it was something like, and the young lady peered into the rafters. And, and then they would play... A song. I mean, that was the the gist of it. It was like yeah. the man telling the Christmas story. Oof! And this yeah, sounds terrible. Right. That was the first half of it, <laughs> and then they come out and and apparently I know nothing of this group, but it's it's these three or four dudes that and they're getting up on stage and introducing people and we've been coming here for twenty years and I'm like I don't give a shit about it. And then they they played a couple songs with the the lasers and everything. It was it, it, it was it was fine. It was entertaining. Lasers. I was, lasers. I was talking to my wife about it, and she was like, she was like, "Come on, it's like Ramstein of Christmas." It, I mean, I guess it, it could. I mean, they had some cool theatric stuff. Like they had, we were sitting. I don't know where we, we were sitting up pretty high, but they had a thing. You know, you know, concerts always have. They have the stage set up, and then in the very back of the floor, they have the the sound engineer guy. They had some contraption up there. It was like two platforms that raised up, and like two of the mu- musicians were on it and spun around, so you could, I guess you could see them. I don't know. Um, but I, I kept on joking with my my daughter. Did that, you go have a good meal in Chinatown after you were done? No, we didn't. Oh, we got Starbucks right next door and drove drove, drove to Frederick to pick up groceries. Oh, you drove to DC. Well, how else you get there? Yeah. You fly metro. I don't know. Oh, God. We're definitely in the flag now. Never enough. Dude, this song's rocking. It is rocking, but it's... I, and don't get me wrong, I enjoy it, but it is also simultaneously too much. Nah. How about this for three hours? <laughs> Would that be too much? <laughs> and the young girl passed out <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> I wonder, see, because this is the preview, right? Like This yeah. is like the iTunes preview, and I'm just wondering, I think, I think this is it, right? Oh, oh no, no, no! But like, because if, right. if I was them, I would make sure that that part was one hundred percent in the in the preview. The you last know? thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, but one hundred percent, the last thing you do at the end of the show. Yeah, oh, you, it, this has to be the it closer. Has to. It has to be. Did you stay the whole time? No, we left. Like how many songs in? So the storyteller got done, and we're like, oh, okay, well that's easy. I don't know. And then. Uh, you know, I said, all right, kids, they're going to come out and play one more song. And then, how are you doing tonight? Let's get started with the second half of our show. And I'm there for the ride, but my wife looked at me with the, you got to be fucking kidding me, look. <laughs> and she's like, I'm ready when you are. I said, kids, are you ready to go? The sexiest words a woman will ever say to you. Yeah. Um, so so left, how much are the tickets? I think we spent about three bills on the whole Oh, thing. that's salty. Wow. Um, wow, wow, wow. But um, it was. Um, What's up with the vanilla face? <laughs> and and I, 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 I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of of 
live music as it is. I was that was the next thing I was going to say. Is it, it never well, sounds as good as a, as a CD. I never want to if, if if I'm listening to music and you're like, "Have you heard the live version?" No, and I don't care. Yeah, to every dude. now and then there's a live version that's better. Every it's very rare. Yeah. Only if it's a difference, like if it's the acoustic version. No, no, it's not true. But like, it's very rare. No. Don't get me wrong. No, it is. It's, it's very it's very rare. Don't get me wrong, but there's also like there's, unicorns. Did you know yeah, there's yeah, a, but there's, there's a, a big but there's certain shows there's certain shows that is a different experience live. No, and, I, I hear you. And I they, hear you. That's that's more so what I'm looking for with the live experience. Like the Ramstein show live mm-hmm. is an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Nine Inch Nails in their day was like it felt like how people. In my opinion, it's the closest I've ever gotten to that feeling where you see people like dancing in the fucking aisles of church. Like mm-hmm. because they're having such a spiritual sure. experience, mm-hmm. but like for the most part, I agree. It's but it, I don't think you go to the live show to hear it sound like the CD. I think no, I, think, I agree. Yeah, 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 I agree. Okay, all right. But I, I'm no, and, and I'm super physically uncomfortable in a in a stadium seat. Yeah. I, just, I don't fit. There's no leg room. Um, when we got there. There was nobody sitting in front of us. I'm like, oh thank God, and here comes Hot Dog and his troop filling the seat. <laughs> literally, literally, it was this giant man in sweatpants and his. Uh, equally large wife and their child was just like he was engulfed in person. He was, and it, but the kid was sitting right in front of me. So, dude, I, if I go to a theater, Where? like a theater, okay. <laughs> and there's like a hundred empty seats, you can guarantee that the only ones that'll be filled that'll be, be the ones right next to me <laughs> and in front of me. Yeah, every oh, yeah. fucking time. Yeah, I'll be moving around. I that mean, happened last thing. Caps game that we went to. It was like yeah. all these empty fucking seats, and it's one group of people. Kept on getting kicked out because they went to the front, like the front, and that wasn't their seats. And then went the next one back, and that wasn't their seats. And it, it got to the point that listen, fuckers, I get what you're trying to do. There's a lot of empty seats here, but go to your fucking seat and wait like an hour, and, right. then, and then fucking change because you're fucking distracting me. Yeah. So last yeah. time I went to a sporting event, I tried that strategy. It doesn't work. They weren't having it. No. They had people at the <clears throat> curtains. Oh yeah. Everyone, oh, yeah. especially had, at the Capitol one. I was at the uh, the Tool concert in Virginia years ago and there's a guy that was smoking a bong right in front of me <laughs> mm-hmm. like full on bong mm-hmm. and like the smoke was intense mm-hmm. and i get tested at my job mm-hmm. and i know it takes an awful lot to test positive under secondhand smoke mm-hmm. i understand but like i'm not gambling with your dumb ass mm-hmm. so like i have like for for we have like these passes to get into buildings for like mopping and they look pretty legit so, like, I flashed in my pass, and I was like, put that out. And he didn't know what to make of me. He just figured I was some kind of cop, so he, like, put it away. <laughs> How did he get a bong? Dude, I don't know. Man, that's crazy. It's not that difficult. <clears throat> so that was that was an interesting experience and somewhat of a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to go see music in smaller venues. I'm um, with that. Um, you know, some of my favorite musical... Coffee houses. I wouldn't say that. I, I saw Pussifer at a small, like a college theater, which is like, you know, where the, it's like somebody could have done a lecture there. You know what I yeah. mean? Like almost like a lecture hall. Yeah. yeah. And that was quaint because like, they had like a... Um, the whole vibe of it was kind of quaint. Like they had like hmm. this... It was like a campfire stage and they were like all like doing songs around the campfire in this small little more intimate spot. That's cool. And yeah, that was, like that was enjoyable. There's too. a cool amphitheater in... Um, in Atlanta, back uh, when I lived in Alabama, where I'm from. Right, where you're from. Um, I'm familiar. Atlanta was m- one of the major concert locations. I mean, it was a four-hour drive, but we'd go. I would imagine. I saw the, um, uh, oh, what was the name of it? I can't think of the name of the concert, but it it was Eminem, D12, um, Papa Roach was with them. 
shit. We talked. I mentioned it to you the other night. I'll think. I'll think of it. Is it like a? But it's like bad influence or bad. It was like a famous Eminem tour. Yeah, and there was a bunch of other people. But I mean, the amphitheater vibe was cool. I saw Kid Rock there as well. With um, but from now on, can you see Alabama like Forrest Gump? Greenbow, Alabama. There, you almost no, got I, it. I won't do that all the time. Though. It gets thin. What was the name? Anger management. Anger, Anger management. management tour. <clears throat> that was a great show. But the amphitheaters are—it's are, a cool vibe because I mean it's open, obviously. And, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It, it almost seems more intimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whether it is or not. Um, as far as going and doing things, Bobby and I, uh, along with Marilyn Phil, had the pleasure of seeing the Bumblebee movie on Thursday. Night. We should probably talk a little bit more about that. On this show, we at, should uh, this episode because uh, uh, looking at the uh, comments to the YouTube video, I was like, I think it was. I, I looked at those, and I normally don't look at the comments, but I did look at those, and a lot of confusion. A lot of confusion. A lot yeah. of confusion on our direction. I that. think it did. <clears throat> I didn't see it with you guys, mm-hmm. and from watching the video, I did watch the whole video. Mm-hmm. It did come off as being a very negative experience, but then when I talked to you Christmas Eve, you're like, no, it's fine. It's like Mac and me. Or you know, like yeah, better, but it's not. That's not it how. Come across yeah, that it was. It was I, even portrayed. Though, <clears throat> even though um, it's hard to keep track of doing stuff like that. It's hard to keep track of the vibe. Yeah. So like, if you watch, like if 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 you watch that review and you had like and you were going to do a review of that review and you got a pen and paper out, the positives that are li- are mentioned yeah. are far greater than anything else. It's okay. just that we spend time on the negatives. Yeah, because you gave it like a kind of a, I think you gave it like seven, seven and a half. Or I, I gave eight. it a seven, and, and I enjoyed I what I said in there. That was one of the most fun experiences I've had in the theater in a long time, and it's mm-hmm. probably not for the reason they wanted me to. Yeah, I mean yeah. there was I was literally laughing out loud at some of it. Do you L- think, LOL. Do you think it'd be a, like a kind of a cult following type thing? It has that potential. No, but I think it'll I think it'll be endeared. Okay, I mean that's 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 kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, but not culty. Like I think okay. it'll be like an endearing children's movie. Like kids that see this movie now that are kind of somewhat okay with this sort of twenty spectacle. years now. Don't go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think they'll they'll grow up with fond memories of it. Um, it like I don't think that it's inherently a bad movie. I think that it's um, there's nothing new about it, and I think that the stuff that they did. What was the whole premise? <clears throat> we we just talk about it now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right, so if if you don't want any kind of spoilers, then click out of this. But come back because uh, my Christmas story is pretty epic. Um, so he says. All right. So the story the story is is that Bumblebee is a scout, and he is sent from Cybertron to Earth to find if it's going to be a good place, I guess, or maybe yeah, to set up a base. Yeah, to set up a base for for you know the the Autobots to evacuate. He's okay. trailed by two Decepticons. That are triple triple changers. Yes, and they are trying to find him and stop him, and also trying to bring the Decepticons to Earth. Hey, Adam, okay. do, you, do you want to guess what their names are? No, just guess anything. Um, Blitzwing and Flapjack. Sure, you might yeah, be right. That's great. We'll go with those because <laughs> I don't know if they're ever mentioned by name. They're not oh, really? Mentioned by name the entire time. Really? Um, Maybe in well, the credits. I, there's I, a name. I do have a question. <clears throat> Wasn't Bumblebee here at World War Two? So that is one of so the whole and Megatron is in the ice. Or is in, so that's the thing, right? Hoover, Hoover Dam. There's a lot of questions as to whether or not this is a reboot, right? And there are things that destroy the continuity of movies before. But I can go through those movies and find things that destroy the continuity of movies before. 
but there is enough here to suggest that it is a hard reboot. Yeah. The problem is, is that I think most of those things were added in to make it a reboot in the in at the end. Do you know what I mean? Like I think um they changed the script like the last minute. I think they just added all that G1 shit in the yeah. last minute and that's kind of what made it a reboot because if the G1 stuff happens then Bumblebee didn't come here during World War II era. And I also think that initially the idea was that this takes place in the same movie universe as 1 2 3 and 4, but 2 3 and 4 don't really matter anymore and it doesn't have anything to do with five as i think the initial which one was five last night there was one you almost walked out of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> I don't, and i don't even remember why i've dumped those brain cells yeah it, so like um because it's the stuff in the g1 stuff that definitely feels added because if you take away that g1 stuff yeah. right it's a it's a bumblebee that looks similar to the bumblebee in the bay films yeah his voice box gets damaged so they do explain how that happens. they explain how that happened how, how so, that happened Somebody um, ripped it out, basically. Yeah, he fights with Blitzwing, who looks but, like Starscream. At the very beginning? Yeah, and it damages his um, voice box. On Cybertron? No, on Earth. Okay. And that fight you see in the trailer where they're like running through the woods and, and the with Blitzwing in it. Yeah, that yeah. That fight. Um, so, it, so it all ties directly into the continuity of 07. Mm-hmm. All of it. The voice box damage comes from... He's, he's here before the other Autobots get here, etc. All that shit ties directly into it. All the G1 shit is what says, like, okay, well, it couldn't have taken place in the same universe as 5, because in 5, he was here during World War II era. Yeah. And and then at the end, him and Prime are together. Yeah. So Prime couldn't have got here the same way that he got here in 07. But I think that all of the stuff that that really involves Prime was just fanfare that was added after the fact. Which I, I welcome, because I think it is the right choice. I just wish if they were going to say, look, let's make a line in the sand and start over, just had made that line a little harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. because absolutely. The, the, the main antagonist, uh, Blitzwing, who is um, dispatched in the first fight. And then, Are you serious? <clears throat> and he's never named, named by name either. And then the, the two triple changers. They, is Blitzwing a triple, uh, triple changer? Uh, you don't see a third mode. No, you just see the jet. So, I don't know. Maybe. Um He's, maybe he's as much of triple changer as all of them. And do you see? Let me let me finish this. So okay. like, if 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 you follow this story, that this is when Bumblebee first got here. This is the dangers he faced. This is how he lost his voice. He met with this girl, and he was tracked by these two Decepticons, and he beat them and went back into hiding. Yeah. It all lines up perfectly with 07, and it all t- feels like part of that world because like the Decepticon villains look Bayversy. They look more Bayversy than most of the other characters. They yeah. still have like a crab like face. Yeah. And um. And they're also, like, they're throwaway characters. They're not, like, in typical Bayverse fashion. So it all kind of lines up there. It's just now you add these bookends of G1, Mm -hmm. and now you've changed the dynamic, which I think is the right choice. But it doesn't make the heart of the story any better or worse. It just feels like a a children's version of 07. And do you think that this lines up a G1 sequel to this, this? It could line up a G1 prequel. Okay, but even if so, Megatron's not in it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so Megatron, and they were going to add Megatron to it, and they decided not to. And I guarantee you, at that table, they're like, "Well, because he's frozen at the Hoover Dam," you know. So, like, I don't think they knew what they were going to do with this movie until the very last second. Just like the last five, yeah. I, I, I think that they last just, four, right? <clears throat> the four. As they go. I think that when they let's did, be fair, the, the original Transformers was not 
bad for its time. It's a bad Transformer movie. Yeah, the, the original, the 07 movie is not an inherently bad movie. Yeah. It's a fine movie about robotic space monsters. It's just not a great Transformer, Transformer movie. I agree, yeah. I agree. Um, but the, um, like, I, I think when they had the blueprint... It's a great Transformers movie. When they had the blueprint to this movie, they made decisions. Like, we will not have Megatron in it because he's frozen. He's going to have to lose his voice. He's going to, like, the, they made these decisions mm. so that it lined up with incontinuity. And then it was only in ninth inning. They were like, you know what? I'm not sure if people care. And people are really mad about this Starscream Blitzwing thing. And let's just fucking go for it. Mm. it I, I think what they ultimately were trying to do was to to catch the, the people that were fans of the, the Bayformers movies and the G1 fans and try to catch them all in this net. And I'm not sure that they did that successfully. The, the box office says they didn't. It did, did, did it, it flop? Did, it, yeah, it did 20 million. Yeah. It did. Well, I mean, it's going against Aquaman and Mary Poppins right. and Spider-Man. It was fucking stupid yeah. to bring it out this at this time. Yeah. Fucking yeah. dumb. dumb. I, I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again I, I, and laugh at it again. I mean, there's some things over there. Just, so what happens so, at the end? Like the girl, um, does he stay with the girl and whatnot? No, he leaves the girl. Okay. And he drives away with a, a red... Um, Cab oh, over truck and trailer. Correct. And then him and Optimus have a little talk at the end, which is like a post credit scene, which I also guarantee you was added in. It was Optimus on Earth? Yes. In the 80s? Yes. Okay. In the end, at the bookends. Like the bookends are what they added in, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And there's one scene in the middle that's. Yes. <clears throat> there's actually two scenes. So there's one scene in the middle where he gets his memories back. Right, yes. and then there's the other scene where they the the two Decepticons encounter Cliff Jumper. Yes, I on, forgot about that. But they don't need the story doesn't need that beat. It so doesn't. I think that was added in as well to tie it so back. Does Cliff Jumper look just like him? Um, no, not just like him. But well, I if, as, if, as, as like, much are they brothers type of thing. Oh no 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 no. But no. If, you, if, okay. if you saw a picture of it, you would say yeah, it's Cliff Jumper. Okay. Yeah, it's un it's it, un um, mistakenly mistakenly and, and Cliff, if, Cliff Jumper. But if it, you didn't recognize, is he a Porsche? No, no, he doesn't come to Earth. This is, oh, on, this is yeah. on the moon. Okay. And it, but if if you did not re- recognize who he is, I think he says his name like three times. Yeah. Yet these other people never. <laughs> I was waiting on them to introduce. On, on Cybertron, you see RC Braun. Really? Mm-hmm. Do they look good? They look um, G one. They look G one. Okay. Um, it looks like a, it's a video game. It's like a yeah. It looks very game. video gamey. But like, if they want to give me that as a movie, like that, I'd be definitely interested. Sure. I'd be interested in the prequel to Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Like buy my tickets the, as soon as I could, um, and I, I I don't think this movie's bad. I think it's I think it's for kids, and people were like, I do think it's for kids, but I don't think it's bad because it's for kids. And people got that very confused mm-hmm. in, in the in the comments and such. I th- one of my issues I have is that is the marketing. Like, look at Soundwave, look at Laserwave, or I mean Shockwave. Look at you know look here's Optimus Prime, here's the Tetrajets, here's like. You know, like they're oh, the teacher jets were there. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to bring us into the theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, even you were like, dude, this one I might have to go again. You know, I might yeah. have to. Do. You know, so that's who that, that is marketed towards. And then you get there, and it's not that. Well, movie. I wasn't gonna go see it till you guys ruined it with your review. <clears throat> yeah, so. and it's and it's not that it, it's not that, and it's not that movie that that doesn't make it a bad movie. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to talk that night about how it is not that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there are things that make it not a great movie. Um, John Cena is one of those things. Um, <clears throat> how dare you? Yeah, um, he's all over the. I mean, the, he is. He's in that movie way too much. Oh, the, really? The, the fact is he the main antagonist? <clears throat> I th- I think that taking away. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I th- yeah. I mean, the, 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 is the antagonist some really misunderstanding? Yeah, it's it's both, but but it's just funny because at the end, like 
like presumably a lot of his men. Let me guess. <clears throat> at the end, John Cena's got him dead to rights. He makes a call to let him go. Um, yep, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But but in this after Bumblebee, I I think has like hurt a lot of his people, like um like his his uh, officers or soldiers yeah. that are underneath him. Yeah. But he's kind of like, you know what? I can see past that too. You got a heart of gold, B. I'm going to go visit these guys while they're in the hospital, though, because they're all in really bad shape. Yeah, she says that. No, no, no. But, but like, um, so like that's <laughs> that's an issue I take with the movie, and then I yeah. I, I also take um, like, <clears throat> and I can go on and on about things I like about the movie too, but I don't have any interest in this movie. Is really my main beef with it. Like structurally, I think that the G1 stuff, while the most quote unquote enjoyable, is the least needed. For mm-hmm. the film, mm-hmm. and and then on top of that, John Cena, and then on top of that, taking away Bumblebee's voice. I think it, it was the biggest error. I think it should have happened in the last fight that that's when he lost his voice because the moment that you do that, you take away the characterization of Bumblebee, and now he goes from this very competent scout entrusted to go to another place to find logistical setups for a, a military organization in mm-hmm. a far-off reaches of space, and now you have him sitting on the couch. And crushing the couch and being like, "Whoa, yeah, I'm too big for this couch." Now is he like half retarded or whatever? Because he's no. like loses his memory. No, he's just interested in what's going on. He's just so like a he's like he was a puppy. And I'm using that as the medical term. Yeah, yeah, he he's a, he's a puppy. He goes to the, okay. he tries to go through the doggy door and then obviously he doesn't fit and tears the destroys their house. Yeah, basically. and 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 like mm-hmm. that's cool for kids. Yeah. I, don't, yeah, I don't think it's cool for Bumblebee as a character. I mean, there were some people in the theater that were very. Very pleased with that scene. That's one in particular. I, I don't think that there's that you? Um, no Eddie Murphy was there. It's a long story. <laughs> he was there, um, or at least he laughed like. <laughs> um, there, there was it, it. Those actions, jumping onto the couch, hopping behind the the rock that's obviously like the size of this phone, but you're hiding with like your hands over your head. It's cute and it's funny and it's endearing and it's charming, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for the character that they've established him being in those opening and closing bookends that don't make sense for that movie. That's yeah. that's the problem. The, the coolest thing about the movie is the biggest detriment to the movie. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. All right, Chris, continue. Continue. Um, yeah, so... Oh, and uh, Aquaman washed everything. <laughs> it's a water joke. Took those other movies. Oh. Took those other movies out to sea. Gotcha. <laughs> Left them like a damp sock. Uh, spent some time this this past weekend uh, cleaning my workspace. Everything else was on a sinking ship. <laughs> oh boy, the water jokes <laughs> flooded the market. <laughs> All those other f- movies were very salty about their success. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, just uh, look honestly. Just uh, this movie's going to be a whale. <laughs> Some would say he was the king of the weekend. <laughs> it really sealed the deal. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I think we need to sit down. We're rocking the boat. <laughs> this podcast has encountered some rough waters. <laughs> For the record, I still have not seen Aquaman. Uh, I spent some time this past weekend. Oh, Philip, if you're still Christ. listening to this, that's the one that you need to animate right there. Yeah. 
It's like having dust mites here. I'll <laughs> tell you what, I can't get a word in edgewise. Mm-hmm. Um, spent some time redoing my workspace in the basement this <clears> past <throat> weekend. Kind of forced to do it by the wife. She wanted some space of her own down there. So rearranged some stuff. It's always kind of, I think Bobby mentioned earlier, therapeutic, maybe not the right word. It gets you kind of motivated. Absolutely. To work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I had, I'm a very messy worker and I, I, I think one of my resolutions for the year will truly be to do a project, stop, clean up, and then move on to the next one. I'm a messy eater. Hey, ladies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and I just process, like to cook. I like to cook for my dates. In the process of reorganizing my my display space, I actually moved some stuff around and gave my wife some display space for some of her stuff. Nice. Surprised her with that. She looked at it and said thanks and walked away. So she Dude, was real excited. You about had to change the name to Craft Box, you know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, I got called Trash Box this week. Oh, yeah. You should have saw that one coming. During, during <laughs> you should have saw that one coming. And my response was, wow, that's a good one. Thanks. I'll have to use that. Um, <laughs> trash Box. Yeah. Customs. Trash Box. That's, that shit is kind of hard. That is, that is hard. <laughs> you should have been like, that's trash. Use your mom's box. Ooh. Oh, I was arguing with a Canadian guy, so. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't very Canadian, though. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got that space hallway done. I've got to seal that. What have I done here? Goodness gracious. Finish watching Parks and Recreation. Um, again. I think that's going to be on my list here to, to binge in the near future. It's good. It's good. You know, it's, it's funny, man. It, you it, watch those shows and you get to the end and you're like, I'm sad. Not how it ended, but I'm sad that it's over. Yeah. You know? 22 minute, 22 minute episodes, correct? Correct. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And it goes quick. I mean, there, yeah. there's. I can't think of a single. I think the first season might be a little draggy, just because they're kind of getting their feet wet. Really, I make a fucking water joke and don't <laughs> <Sorry>. even. <laughs> God, tough room. I was I was yawning at the same time. The wife and I started watching a show on Netflix. <laughs> what show was that? <laughs> Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> We're only interested in the, the stuff at sea, though. <laughs> now, we started watching this show on Netflix called The Last Kingdom. Oh, yeah. I want to, I want to see that. I've heard good things. Yeah, we watched... Is I, Chris Pine's in it? No. No, that's a, that's a movie he's in. I don't remember. I've, I've seen it, though. Uh, where, and that, that's set right after um, William Wallace is killed. Oh, okay. But it, so, it's, so it's very, very good. Anyways, this is... Uh, <clears throat> It's set in uh, in England. Maybe that was the Lost Kingdom. I'm thinking of. I don't remember. Continue. <laughs> it's it's set in uh, England in like the eight eight hundreds. The Danes are constantly invading. This the um the the main character is a a uh, English child that gets basically kidnapped and made a slave by the Vikings, and works his way basically out of slavery. One of the guys buys him out of slavery, becomes his son. A lot of shit happens. It's really good. We're enjoying it. Hmm. Wife and I are watching that together. Nice. Um, Christmas, the kids got uh, the, the little kids. We did we did low key Christmas all the way around, even with gifts, because last year was a bit of a a, a stink around that. But uh, we got the the two little kids got iPads. Nice, nice. <clears throat> and Mason got a PS4 and Spider Man. Do you guys become an Apple house, man? I like the sound of it. Uh, don't, don't hey, is he uh, is he opened that space hulk yet? No, he hasn't. What? This is intimidating. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I can see that. It's a big box, a big game, but he's been playing Spider-Man. I actually started playing Spider-Man a little bit. 
It's fun, right? Dude, I could just swing around forever yep. and not Dude, even I'm do with anything. you. It, you, know what, very... you, know, you know what sucks though at the same time? There's so much. I could just walk around. I could just walk around to the zoo and go through the seal <laughs> exhibit. Um, but you don't like, because it's almost, I want to, I want to find out how scale it is to the city. Oh, I, I don't mm. know. I mean, it, it might be one to one, one to one. Mm. It might be one to one. It's fucking, it, it, it'll take you 10 minutes to fucking swing to one side. Yeah. Mason found the sanctorium the other day. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's cool. pretty cool. There's a lot, a lot like, of Easter eggs. What a strange place that is. Yeah, it was very, uh, very strange. <laughs> Um, so for Christmas, I got, and I, I normally don't get much for Christmas and that's fine. Cause I buy myself what I want when I want. Yeah. So I got, um, I got a mini fridge for the basement, which that's is cool. something I had mentioned. In the nice. Way. It's, it's cool. It's a clear front blue light in it. You got your nice. LaCroix all in there. Hold on. It gets better. <laughs> so the wife, the wife was pretty tricky about it. She said, I think your present fell behind the tree. Will you help me get it? And she had told me there was this great big box where she was hiding some of the kids gifts. Yeah. Long story short, this fridge had been sitting behind our tree. Nice. So she pulls it out and, you know, I basically pulls the thing off the top and it's, it's filled with LaCroix. I'm a big fan of LaCroix. Okay. Um, this is, that is what it is. Yeah. This is a, this is it's a very one. popular drink these days. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Strangely enough, it's bottled by the same company that bottles Fago. So, um, I guess the insane clown posse is on a diet now. <laughs> Anyways, she filled it with, with two of my favorite flavors of LaCroix and, and i you know, we just left it sitting by the refri- by the refrigerator, sitting by the Christmas tree, just because I didn't feel like logistically moving it. So I'm downstairs um, later that day. Mason and I are down there. He's playing Spider Man. I'm, you know, moving some stuff around in the basement, and I hear what I think's a gunshot, and I run upstairs. What the hell is that? A can of Lacroix had exploded. It was too cold. It, it was too cold. It was a it was a regular can. This is one of the skinny cans, but it had blown off at the the seam here. Wow. It cleanly blown <clears throat> off. It was too cold. Wow. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that I've was, had... That's wild. a powerful refrigerator. I've had some, I've had some similar circumstances with mine, and I, I just... Even over the past year, I had ice, like, forming around the outer part of the ice box. Cold? 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 Water? 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 <laughs> um... So like I, I finally turned it down and like left a bucket in there to collect the melt and like now it's like the drinks aren't as cold but it's not fucking destroying it right and that mm-hmm. was that was wild I mean they got that cold that quick so um, I, I picked up a couple things this week the Hot Toys Thor which is yeah it's good got it it's pretty good mine broke uh, one of the lightning effects broke they're very delicate but they are sending me another one um, dude I, I want to see the lightning effects man yeah Chris show you. A week, <laughs> a week. Uh, Are you gonna you're gonna lighten yours up? Hmm? Are you gonna have yours light light lit up? I tell you what, if I get the piece in by then, I'll I'll be happy to do that for you. That's like about Chris. He wants to make his shit dynamic, like um, static and stupid. I, I, I did something with my display. <laughs> it just doesn't look great. I did something with my display. I think it's gonna blow everybody's minds when they see it. Oh, it'll be ready by... It'll, it's already Ooh. done. Oh, wow. It's already oh. done, yeah. Mason, it was actually Mason's idea, and I'm like, dude, that is a great idea. Mm. So it's it's something really, really cool. I think everybody's nice. going to really, really I'm like excited. I got the um, uh, the the latest wave of Black Series figures. Uh, I know Bobby got them as well. Beautiful wave. It's a great wave. It's the uh, the solo stuff mm-hmm. mixed in with some... Empire stuff. Empire stuff, yeah. Nice. 
Um, I got a Mafex vein again. <laughs> I actually got it from the kids for Christmas. And uh, I've been getting the Legends Transformers, the little ones, so I got several of those this past week. And there's one waiting for you upstairs? That's right. I have to remember to get He's that. getting out of the game. Came to find out. Who's that? Like, completely done? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Like, uh, with selling Titan 1. Is it because of the 5% margins, do you think? No, no. I think he's having another kid, and it's just too much. Well, that's the second one to fall recently. What was the first? Uh, uh, TF-16 guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was right. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I'd, I'd like to, to mention is how much fun it is having car trouble. So <laughs> I drove to the movies the other night. My, my, when it started, it was a little hesitant. Mm. Uh, long story short, I had to get a new battery. Mm-hmm. So. I hadn't, hadn't could, challenged myself here recently. That could be a lot worse. It, 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 yeah. it could have been a lot worse. Um, and, and, you know, it was straightforward. Mm-hmm. I ordered it online, went to the to the place, and they put it in for me and saved some money. So yeah. uh, I'd never replaced <clears> the battery in that car. I didn't even realize that. It's, you know, it's 13, so it's definitely mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So one more battery to get me through. I'm jealous ahead of you. Mine's going to be short. Yeah, yeah, go for it. That way I can be focused. Focused. It's a good one. Um, I had a good, a fucking awesome Christmas, man. I had off Monday and Tuesday. Um, so going back, Friday, I talked about that Black Hammer last yeah, time. Did. Yeah, Um, So Friday had the rehearsal dinner for Bearded Keith's wedding. Right. So I was, I got ordained. Mm-hmm. So I am now a good minister myself. <laughs> <laughs> How long does that process actually take? Don't ask questions, Chris. <laughs> okay. All, all that you need to know. Is that you printed something off the internet? No, 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 no. They actually sent <laughs> they actually sent me a hard plastic card and laminated and, la- and laminated protective case. That's how you know it's classy, classy, black, shiny black with gold letters. No, the laminate. Oh yeah, that too. Um, I'm just admiring the middle name. It's quite impressive. Oh, yeah, They're like you thought your library card was nice. Yeah, we didn't yeah. get a load of this. Um, but actually, it was pretty cool, man. Like I, I would like look forward to doing it again. Like the whole, oh, like, yeah. like figuring out what the, uh, it's a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing if you think about it, like being invited to kind of help out on that process. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. So then we had the wedding Saturday. Most weddings are Saturday. Um, my wife got super drunk and some of the, uh, the, uh, beer and bolters crew was there as well. So, uh, even though we didn't know a bunch of family, like her family was like, like her dad is one of nine. They're all alive. They all have like kids. Gross. <laughs> and then like Keith is like, <laughs> Keith is only like his brother and his sister who are a lot older than him. He was like, I mean like right. his, his dad is pretty old. Like his dad is older than your dad. Oh really? Yeah. And Keith is much younger than you. Um, It was great. We had a great time. And then, and then Sunday we had a, is Keith that much younger than me? He's thirty. Oh my! He's got old man face. Yeah, I mean, it's all the it's all the <laughs> whiskey here. Yeah, it's, right. it's all the it's all the whiskey, the, the cigarettes, and the hookers and blow. Yeah, so. I mean, I would have guessed it's a beard too, man. Beard making here. It's here. It's here. It's in the he, eyes, Chico. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, we had a little. Well, at, well, I finished the arcade cabinet. Well, when I say finished, it's fully armed and operational. Mm-hmm. It's not painted. There's still some sanding I could do. I could, It's dry-fitted together. Everything's running. The buttons light up. It's cool, man. Like, I will say, I I think there's a charm to retro gaming because the games are so challenging, and you can't... It doesn't keep on respawning to the last place that you're at. Yeah. you got to earn the skill. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and I also think this is before the time they had figured out how to make you obsess about them. So like 45 minutes and you're done. You're ready to go do something else, mm-hmm. which I think is perfect. Mm-hmm. So the kids love playing some Mario Kart, playing some Castlevania, playing some old class, Mortal Kombat, some Street Fighter. Um, it's fun, man. But like some of the games, dude, like, like, oh my God, I remember fucking Demon Sword being a lot cooler than this and Kid Chameleon being a lot, a lot cooler than this. But like, you know, some of them like fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of those games from back then are are their hog garbage. Yeah, just, yeah, they, we they, just didn't we just didn't know any better. I mean, but like, they're still fun. I'll tell you, Castlevania Symphony Night still stands up, still yeah. stands up. I mean, I, I I would that might be the, one of the greatest games of all time. You know, hmm. greatest platform like two D platform platform game of all time. Um, so uh, watch a couple movies, dude. It's a Wonderful Life. Never seen it. Saw the first time my life on Sunday morning. It was amazing, amazing film. Some would say, it's wonderful, Chris. Some would say, and they would be correct. You know, it used to come on TV like every year, Chris. Dude, never watched it. NBC had the right Never watched it, never watched Have you seen it, though? I saw it when I was a kid. I saw it when I was a kid. Okay. <clears throat> I, Laura, I think Laura made me watch it in the townhouse again. Like, because she used to, like, we do Christmas movies, obviously, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... She used to try to shoehorn "It's a Wonderful Life" and "Miracle on 34th Street" or whatever it was. Miracle on 34th Street, I can do without. I've seen that plenty of times, and um, it's fine. Yeah, and I was like, I can't. I can't. It's fine. I've never seen "Miracle on 34th." Street. It's fine. It's not one. It's a wonderful. I mean, that whole trope of like somebody showing you what your life would, what would happen to everybody around you if you weren't around. It's from that movie, and it's fucking sure. good. It's fucking good. It, it's it's the best rendition of that. <laughs> um, uh, you know, started the Christmas puzzle. Didn't get a chance to finish it, which is kind of, I've kind of pissed off like last night at work this morning. So I was like, fuck, I gotta get this thing done. Where's Joe when I need him? Joe's abandoned me on this puzzle. Um, but we, we went to my dad's yeah, for Christmas. Yeah. So uh, I think we did f- phenomenal with the kids. I think this has been the best Christmas for the kids. I mean, we did Christmas Town. We told them that we weren't going to get them anything because we were doing Christmas Town. Everybody got what they wanted. Like, I think we fucking knocked it. It was just. It was the right mix of ages and different interests where, you know, everybody's happy. Uh, we even got the Mac Mini. We refurbished it. Mm-hmm. So they wanted, you know, Italian wanted a computer. And we we're like, we're not buying you a computer. Mm-hmm. But we got that, you know, mm-hmm. refurbished. Um, so everything everything was good. My wife got, I got her a bunch of stuff that she wanted. I got her hockey tickets. And she got me some 40K models. And then I didn't know that she was getting me. But then I, you know, that uh, the organizer for... Um, my painting station. Mm-hmm. It's fucking dope. It's, it's <clears> called <throat> Hobby Zone. It's by this uh, Polish company. And it's, it's MDF that's cut, but it's thick-ass MDF. It's like a quarter inch. And it has like a quarter inch fucking uh, earth magnets in it. So you can stack them, and they're fucking solid as shit. Nice. But it's really nice. And the only problem is, is that like, she's like, open the door. I'm like, I got to go four or five stacks up. You know what I mean? Like like organizer brushes. There's like display cases of stuff you're working on. Little drawers that have like different slots for organizing all that shit. And of course the paint racks themselves. Nice. Really fucking nice. I haven't like destroyed my painting area to to re recreate it. Um. So, but it's like for international sh- shipping, you had to order at least two hundred dollars worth. So that's like the one thing. And it, and it was. It's funny, man. You had to build it, right? You had to get the glue out and everything, and the magnets and whatnot. And it's funny. It's like. I enjoyed building the thing that will help me enjoy the organization of building other things. I'm it's like, the exception of building. It is. It's like, oh, this is fucking ridiculous. Um, 
And then, uh, so Christmas Eve, uh, we came to your house, mm. and we, we'll get more into that. We had a great, I had a great time. I thought I, you had a great time. I did, but I knew something was going on. So, and there's we'll, something we'll, we'll going come, on. We'll come back to this, but um, I thought the gifts exchanged this year were pretty good. Um, I got you a pair of tongs that like we talked about. <laughs> you did, and I thought that was good. That was good. The book, though, man, I want you to, I, the, that little little thing I wrote in there, a little note. Uh-huh. So I, I, it's good book. So I really want you to read that book. I wrote something in the book. Okay. It's how important it is to me, not bullshitting. And um, you got your compressor. And so then, <laughs> so I got, a, I got a, a comic book from you, The White Knight, Joker mm-hmm. book I'm interested in reading. I got 40K Monopoly, which is awesome. And then this motherfucker gets me, is it a Hot Toys? Not Hot Toys, it's a... What's the maker? I, I I can't even remember. Um, it's it's an import. I want it's like Figwarts or Figma, but it's neither. It's like some other company. <laughs> but it's Judy Hop from Zootopia. Oh that, yeah, it's Daikin. <laughs> is who makes that? Okay, dude, I lost my shit because the whole I, gag. I wish I had filmed. Dude, that. I wish you did too. The whole gag is when I saw that movie. I was like, man, I suggested a little rabbit. Man, I fuck that rabbit, and she's sexy as fuck. And even in the even in the like the toys, like she got like the little like, little sexy face, and she got the carrot. Like I think it's Dotkin. <laughs> I may be wrong about that. Dude, thick ass little bunny. <laughs> so that, that shit went up for pre order. Oh, like, in, dude, in, I fucking <laughs> laughed my ass off, and like my wife even got the joke because I said something about like, she's a dirty girl, little bunny. So, you be hitting it up, she'd be like, <laughs> oh, the foot. So I, I, um, <laughs> I, I'm not a furry. It went up for pre-order like in March. <laughs> if there's anything against anything against them. And I pre-ordered it like immediately for you. And then it, it I came in like last month. See, that's why you fucking went all in on the joke. It was perfect. <laughs> it's actually real tech. I'm sorry. It, oh, it's, it's, it's good, man. Look at look at a little yeah, sassy thing. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. There's, there's a yeah, man. There's the oh oh yeah. <laughs> all yeah. the faces you can all the get? faces. Yeah, yeah man. It's nice. So her and Freddie Mercury are going to be getting down. Because <laughs> Freddie will probably be down. Yeah, Michael probably not so much. <laughs> Maybe Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine might eat her. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then my wife, I think I already said I got her capstick because she was super happy about that. Um, my daughter got, from Santa, got a fucking KitchenAid big-ass mixer, standing I mixer. I saw that. Dude, she's like teaching herself how to, that kid, man, is crafty as fuck. Turns out how to sew, crochet, knit, and now she's like fucking cooking, like making stuff from scratch, like bread and like eight eight plated bread. Nice, it is nice. It is I'm like, cool. I'm like, shit, fuck. What's the dowry looking like on that one? I don't know. It's gonna be expensive. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm like, because we usually have a theme every Christmas, you know. It seems like this this Christmas theme is domestication. <laughs> Brought to you by the patriarchy. <laughs> Um, and, uh, it's, it's good. It was a good time, man. Good times. Nice. And, uh, go. So, uh, you know, obviously saw Bumblebee. Um, I got from my family, I got, uh, Hot Toys, Groot, and Rocket from the original Guardians film in Infinity War Thor. Uh, <clears throat> got some other things here and there. But the main story of this week. What else did you get? Um, I got, uh... Uh, Revel Tech Psylocke. Oh, cool. Um, she's upstairs. Okay. I got uh, there's some there's a couple other things. Purple hair or black hair? Purple. Very very purple. Very purple. I got that too. I forgot to mention. Yeah, it is disappointing. Your turns over, Chris. Yeah. 
But anyway, it doesn't matter. It, it, I got some shit, and it's all good. Um, good shit. So this year has been a rough year for my wife and I. Mm. Um, it started when her grandmother passed uh, the, at the beginning of the year, February mm-hmm. or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And that led to an issue. And then it, bring us up to speed because I can't remember what happened. I can't. Right? It was a it was an issue at the funeral. Um, oh, like they're like everybody get in. Bobby can take the picture. No, no, no. That's that's that could be Tuesday. Um, but it was it was. I, I don't I don't even want to bring it up. I, I talked about it on this show. Um, was it in the obituary where you weren't mentioning no, it? No, 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 no. I don't care. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then there was, you know, other little family shit. And then we had that big meeting. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, things were supposed to be on the up and up. And nothing really changed. But I went to the little fucking celebration. This, like, her father's birthday party, which I didn't want to go to. But I was, like, in good faith, I'm going to go. And all that. And then recently I've been talking about the uh, 22nd, which they wanted to get together on the 22nd. And <clears throat> did she go? No. Um, but this was in, this was talked about for weeks mm-hmm. before, and it was months because it was talked about before TFCon mm-hmm. and Laura never talked to me about it mm-hmm. because she was worried about how I was going to react to it. And so I finally get a message from guys I work with. They're like, Hey, we're going to get together for the holidays thinking about the 22nd. So I said, I don't think we got anything going on. Hey, we got anything going on the 22nd? Why? And then it came out. You know, there's this whole secret gathering that I, you know. The Illuminati. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so then I was like, you know, that's when I was like, well, what the fuck is the 24th then? If the if their party is the 22nd, then mm-hmm. my party, then the 24th can't be their party. And if it's not their party, it's going to be my party. And if it's my party, it's going to be a little different. Mm-hmm. Plus, you didn't fucking tell me this fucking thing was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, um another big fucking get together without them making any attempt to make our relationship right, which Mm -hmm. is the confines and pretenses of our initial conversation was, Mm -hmm. look, I'm not coming to any big gatherings until we get right. Mm -hmm. Let's work on it. She agrees to work on it. She makes no effort to work on it. Um, and then invites us to a big gathering. I go to the one and that was it. Never heard from her again. And then there's a second one. And that's the next time I hear from her third party. So, you know, my wife and I had a fight about it. Not, not really a fight, just me putting my foot on her throat, figuratively speaking. And, you know, saying like, you know, I mean, I was upset th- that night. And I was like, tell him I'm unfucking available Like, because I, I was like, I want to see the goddamn text. Like, I, I was mad. And so she showed me the text and was like, um, are you guys available on the side? I was like, tell her I'm fucking unavailable. No, no, tell her I'm unfucking available. <laughs> Like, I mean, I was mad. So, um, Laura and I talk, new rules. New rules, trying to make sense of the situation. The new rules are, they are welcome to anything you want to you wanna host here. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, okay, I get it. I'm on board. So then, uh, the, our work party gets canceled. Okay. The day before, at, no, I'm sorry, to be fair, our work party was canceled probably two weeks prior. Mm -hmm. The very next day, E.M. Tyler Mm -hmm. invited me 
to his party. Okay. You know, and that was when I was getting invited to the cookout. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited because I didn't know anybody. And it's going to be like, uh, for me, it's going to be like, what, what kind of circus can I turn this into? You know, because I'm like, like, like <laughs> challenge. Yeah. So um, I was super excited about it. And I love Evan. And I was really looking forward to it. The day before his party, he cancels at noon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, kid was sick. Yeah, that sucks. So I was like, bummer. I was like, bummer, man, because I was really looking forward to it and whatever. So now we don't have any plans. But it's also 36 hours before the family party was supposed to go down that's already been canceled because of the cancellation due to the work party prior to. Mm. <clears throat> so uh, we all go out to eat at that Italian restaurant by the movie theater that mm-hmm. I'm absolutely in love with. Had a fantastic dinner. Um, kids were well-behaved, all of them. Like, picture perfect. Nice wine. We drove down to the outlets, uh, Charleston, and mm-hmm. walked around. Had uh, Like, she bought some shit. I bought some shit. We just threw caution to the wind. Like, let's just live it up for one night. Like, kids got some shit. Like, everybody's happy. Like, came home, joyous event. Next day is Christmas Eve, or she's cooking all day. She starts at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning and starts cooking. Mm-hmm. She finished 20 minutes before people started showing up. That was great. Um, and, like, on, on top of that, she, she, she always gets this, like, beef tenderloin, like a whole tenderloin. And we get it um, cleaned or um, dressed, right? And we go to open it up just to season it and throw it in the oven. It's not dressed. Oh, so man. she has to cut all the fat off of it right then and there. Mm. Like, it's just... You know, but she's just fighting through it, just being a good soldier. And her parents show up first, which was weird because her parents are perpetually late. Mm. They show up. And I'm usually early. And you're usually early. Um, so her parents showed up late or early. Um, I come out to help take things in. Her mother tells me, like, if, where the things are to take in. Mm-hmm. That's all her mother says to me the entire night. That's mm-hmm. it. <clears throat> so I brought the stuff in. Um, they sat, they came in and sat in the family room the moment they came in. They came in, beeline to the family room and stayed there. And my wife was in the kitchen with me and uh, her sister, M. And I was like, okay. So then Joe came. Oh, no, you came. And then we came, we went. No, the uh, <clears throat> cousins were here first. Yeah, well, them. I, it's they all, all can. No, but it's just all inclusive them. Um, so then you came and we went downstairs, talk about the new stuff, show new stuff, all that kind of stuff, catch up. And I'm always cognizant of not being away too long, of not being away too long of these, like you don't want to hibernate. You want to, you know, spend time with people and all this. I was like, look, let's go upstairs, get back in the mix. And we might've been down here maybe 15 minutes. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But maybe short, probably short, 15 at the max. Joe comes in, uh, down here. We all go upstairs together. Um, the whole time we're in the kitchen, Joe, Adam, Pam, Laura, M goes back and forth, myself. Her family is in the other room, like boarded off, like this is our area. And Joe was like, wow, it's just like you said it is. And I was like, and I was like, oh yeah, it's how it always is. And I later told Joe, I was like, look, this is even weird by weird standards. This is, this is even more uncommon, but it is what it is. So like, my wife keeps saying shit like, this is awkward. She keeps like, like, like we were in the dining room and she would come into like the little pantry area and like look at me and go like mouth awkward to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I was like, I was like, I mean, it's, 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 
Exaggerated. It's exaggerated. I don't right? perceive anything at this point. In right, time. because it, it's not that yeah. f- it's not that far removed from no, normalcy. No, yeah, it, it's 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 a little bit more. There's a little bit of caffeine added to it, but it's not abnormal. It's just a a bit more hype. And so I'm I'm sitting there, and uh, so so she's she's gonna talk with her mother in 15 minutes. Um, so I'll try to keep you guys updated on the podcast. <laughs> Good luck. Send me updates. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so she kept saying it's awkward, it's awkward. We ate dinner with her, her father. Yeah. Her mom didn't come in. Nope. Um, there was an empty chair. Well, so let me, let me jump in on that. Part. Okay. So I come back up. And Pam's in the kitchen. Now, full disclosure, something happened last year that made Pam uncomfortable. I don't remember <clears throat> what it was. I wish I knew. Um, it, I mean, it was the Lord's mom, of course, right? And she was like, and then the year before was the vasectomy argument, correct? Yeah. Okay. So that was the first time. My wife, she's not big on conflict. None of her family are. They are averse to conflict, you know? And so being around conflict gets her like this, you know? Tight. Yeah, tightly wound. And I, I remember coming up and she just gave me the eyes, like whatever. So I sat down and near the door, and she was going to sit down there with me. And she came down, and then like Laura's aunt came and took her seat. And then Laura's like, no, Pam was, Pam was just sitting there or something. And then so she she didn't listen to Laura, and then somebody else said something to her and she finally moved. But Pam at this point is like, you know what? I'm not going to, whatever's going on here, I'm not coming back. So she was kind of like, what the fuck, man? You know, with, with that. And mm-hmm. she, like, she was like sitting down and then, you know, whatever. I was like, and I was like, well, the seat was empty. She just came back in here and took it. There was like an empty seat the whole time. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> there was another interaction in there and I don't know if you were there. I think you were getting ketchup uh-huh. at the time but like the kids came in and when I say kids they're like 16 and 14 or mm-hmm. 15 and the 13 older, older kids and it's like there's not enough seats here for the adults so you're sure as hell not getting a seat here mm-hmm. go to the go to the countertop or the, the bar <laughs> you know what I mean uh-uh. and there's stuff like that like that like it's not like there's enough seat and you have the, you have the bar it was with four chairs there mm-hmm. you got six chairs at the other table and there's what eight chairs at the, at the dining. dining room table mm-hmm. plenty of seating right right but not everybody can sit at the same spot. So that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But when we when we left, Pam was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck was that about? And I was like, what are you talking about? And like, I don't know if I just, I'm so confused to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I just wasn't looking for it. But apparently, I did, I did notice, like, when you would leave, like, she would come in. And then when she, when you, and I just thought it was kind of coincidence. I, I didn't, like, overanalyze it. Because I was like, you know what? Just have a good time. Don't mm-hmm. fucking worry about the drama. Yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada continue so i i eyed up the dining room table immediately i walked in i saw eight seats and i'm looking i'm thinking in my head right there's pam adam me laura that's four her parents that's six and then joe Joe is seven and then her aunt and uncle so that's nine so we're missing a chair now under normal pretenses what that would mean and emily so that's two extra chairs now. So under normal pretenses, what that would mean is Laura would bring in a kitchen chair and sit right next to me. And then she would bring in a chair for M and ask M to bite the bullet and tighten up with somebody. 
so I went to Laura and I was like, there's a seating issue. Have you worked it out? And she was like, no, they'll sort it out. And in my head, I was like, okay, I don't want anything to do with it. So I disappeared. And I, my plan is I'm going to come back and the chips will have fallen. People will have sorted it out. I can't police this. <clears throat> so I came back and that there's an empty seat for me and there's another empty seat. And I was like, okay. So I came back in and I was like, there's a, sp- there's a seat for you to her mother. And she like didn't acknowledge it. And I was like, all right. And I was like, there's another seat in here. I think I said it to one other person. Like there's a seat in here and like they didn't acknowledge it. So I was like, there's another seat in there if anybody wants it. And I left. Like due diligence is done for me. I'm not going to pick you up and put you in it. You're not a child. So had dinner. I tried to engage in some conversation um, yeah. to get the table into it. It didn't, it wasn't flying. So like at first I started off with like, do you make noises when you cry? <laughs> like to me, that's really funny. Cause like it, usually like if you're crying, like if you're really weeping, like you're, you're not in control and you might do the, <laughs> you know, like a little bit of that. And like, do you think about it? Cause like there have been times where I've broken down emotionally and cried and wept. And then when I make that noise in my head, I go, look, have your moment, but get your fucking shit together. Don't let the, don't let the eh out. Um, dude, just go use the little, paper, little toilet paper in your dick just to tighten it up. After you're done peeing, just do it, man. You're fine. So that's what I wanted to bring up to the table, right, was have this conversation. N- nobody's going for it. Adam participated a little bit, and then that was it. I, I presume for the lulls, but, like, because it's, it's, it was funny the way it was done, but, like, now looking back at it, I think, I think people think you were going for them. I don't know why, because I had no idea. I know, I know. It, but it's one of those things, like, I know I was I was ignorant as well, but it's one of those things, like, looking back, I was like, oh, what do they think that he's, he's having, a little, having a little fun with him? Maybe he is. And it was completely innocent. <clears throat> yeah. So then I started talking, so then I, they were watching Home Alone when they were boarded off from everyone else. So I was like, hey, how's Home Alone hold up? Nobody is, wants to talk about it. It said, it said, fine. Yeah, it's fine. And I was like, all right, look. Fuck it all. I'm going to finish my fucking meal, and then I want a piece of that fucking pie that I have every year, and then I'm out. <clears throat> so cool. That gets handled. Um, we did gifts. We did gifts early than, earlier than we usually do. But in my head, I was like, thank God, because shit is weird here. I don't know why it's weird, um, but I want, I want to wrap this puppy up. Uh, so gift giving, gift giving between Adam and I was awesome. Gift giving between Joe and I was awesome. Like I gave Joe a new cutting board, like for, you know, arts and crafts cause I destroyed his and I gave him a new T square cause I've also managed to destroy that. Um, so like that was kind of a gag gift. And then because he kind of, you know, was in the blues and all that, like we, we made him a, a mug with like all the kids on it and like a little sign, we love you, Uncle Dolphin, to let him know like he is appreciated here. He is loved here. Like he is cherished. Yeah, here. that was really nice. I saw it. <clears throat> you know, and, and, and like, dude, like I, I wrapped up and gave him a gift that he actually paid for himself. He's like this <laughs> gift present. So best of both worlds. You know? There you so, go. So two of my, two of my best moments, um, from that night should have been giving my wife her gift. That should have been, but it wasn't, it wasn't because of what ended up coming from it. Right. But one, was Adam's reaction to his gift that I was afraid he might think was dumb, you know, and like to see the joyous reaction that like I hoped and prayed for, that was one. And the second one was I later. my pants a little bit less. Or later on, watching the kids open their shit, Joe's looking at his mug. He looks over at me and he says, I get it. And like, it's those two moments that I'll Some treasure. Some would say his heart grew three sizes <laughs> that day. <clears throat> so the party wraps up. 
Well, uh, wait a minute. Uh, you gave your wife I a gave piece of glass. Piece of the money glass. Table. She cried. Yeah. You no, know, and she yeah. had. A, she had. And like I, that was a good moment. But I felt like I. I, I was even like I, Adam. And I just recently talked about this thing, but like I'm not always as out of control as I may seem. But what I usually do is I read the room and I try to get a vibe. So like when I gave her that, my eyes went over to her uncle, who is part of that specific family where that heirloom kind of comes from, her father, who is part of that, and then her mother because she knows the connections. And there was no reaction, zero. Like it was, you would have thought I just gave her like a gift card to Wegmans. Like, or Weiss. Oh. <laughs> we is. Better watch out. <clears throat> so, I was like, man, this is fucking strange too. So, uh, Laura loved it, and then actually on Christmas Day we like put it in service and everything, and like you know, it was, it was great. That that element of it was great. Can I ask a quick question here? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, I, I've met these people in question. Mm-hmm. I think twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, time frame wise, how long is this event from five to nine? Okay. Yeah, I think we left it. I think we left at ten. Okay, five to yeah. ten. So uh, the party wraps up, and Laura was like, "Well, that was fucking weird." And I was like, "Do you know what's going on?" Because her mother didn't say goodbye to me. Like usually, she at least says goodbye. I mean, I, I paint her away on this podcast, and I hope people know that a lot of times it's just emotion, and I'm sometimes I'm over exaggerating. She's been listening, yeah, maybe, but um. She always would say goodbye to me, you know, or say hello to me when she comes in. And she would say Merry Christmas, and I would say Merry Christmas. At times, we've even given each other a hug on Christmas. Like, So they had the party on the 22nd? I don't think so. Oh, they didn't? Mm-mm. Huh. So I, <clears throat> she didn't say Merry Christmas to me. She didn't say goodbye to me. Nothing. She just disappeared, yeah. rolled out. So I, I, I thought that was a little strange. Does does your father in law say hello and goodbye and speak or is he he, he said hello I don't know if he said goodbye okay um but so I'm like man what the fuck is going on and and I, I said Laura's acting like it's super crazy and I'm acting like it's a little bit crazy and and then I was like I was like do you know why this is and she was like I might and I was like well what so turns out Laura had texted her um, earlier in the day or the day before whatever mm-hmm. and was like. Um, you know, she asked, she, Laura, you know, she was checking in with her and like, you know, Laura was like, well, his, his work party got canceled. So, um, we just went out to dinner and shopping. We had a really great night and her mom responded with, I wish you'd never told me that. And then stopped talking to her. So her mom is upset that the work party that, that got canceled, which wasn't even a work party by the time that, you know what I mean? Because the truth of the matter is, even if there was no work party, we weren't going you know, that's the truth. But there just happened to be a work party and there happened to be the secondary party, but both of them happened to get canceled. <clears throat> and um, so, like, I'm hurt now because you're sending me into a battle and I'm unarmed. I didn't even bring any sort of protection. I didn't I left my helmet because I didn't know I was going. I didn't know there was beef in the streets, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm upset with Laura for that. And then Laura's upset with her mother for. Now, that kind of impacted our Christmas Eve. It carried over into Christmas. It was just not a good vibe. Like, we weren't on the same page. We're at odds. And so it ended with uh, the best. This is the crazy part. The best part of Laura's Christmas is we sat in the room after we put the glass in, and we talked about what statues to buy to put in the detox that were going in the library. And she said that was the best part of my Christmas. Hmm. Wow. 
Um, so it was just, she was like, she was like, this is the worst Christmas I've ever had in my life. <clears throat> she's ru- she's like, she's like, she's ruined my Christmas is what she said. Hmm. She's like, she's this, my mother has ruined my Christmas. And I said, well, your mother is ruining our marriage also. So keep it in perspective. <laughs> and, um, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. And listen, it's, 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 I hear wait, you. Wait, wait, no, because I've fought with my wife more this year than ever in our entire relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of that. It's 90% because of that. Um, so, like, you could make the argument that this was the one of the worst years of our relationship, mm-hmm. and it all goes back to ground zero. <clears throat> is where I'm coming from with that. So, I was just like, so whatever. Let me ask this. Do you, you don't think there's other, other mitigating factors that that just becomes a lighting rod for? You know what I mean? Like, there's other electric charges in the air that causes the storm, but the lightning rod is always Helen? No. Okay. No. I, like, it, it, it starts a lot, like it starts and ends there. I mean, every now and then something else will pop up, but it's like normal shit that you talk about, you get to the bottom of it, you make it, you get on the same page and you move on. But, like, this shit is a fucking issue. It's becoming a fucking issue. And... <clears throat> anyway, so I was like, well, this isn't my worst Christmas. My This Christmas is fine. I've had, I was like, there was, I was, just got to reminiscing about different Christmases, her and I in this conversation. And I, like, I was like, man, I remember this one Christmas. I went to my mom, I went to my dad's in the morning, I went to my, my mom's in the afternoon. And they got me two gifts, a, a pair of blue, and I'm talking about, I've never worn loud colors in my life. Like, since I was a kid, my mom used to say, you're, to my dad, your son's always in mourning. What is he mourning after? <laughs> you know, because I always wore black, gray, dark blue. Like that's been my life's palette. And um, I, she bought me this pair. I'm talking about blue, blue mark, like at Crayola blue sweatpants and sweatshirt. Wrapped them. They came as a set. She took them apart. Wrapped them individually. Until like a blueberry. So that there was two, yes, I would have looked like a blueberry had I ever worn it. Put it in two separate boxes, wrapped them. Of course, I'm going in there in the afternoon, so all the other kids already opened all their gifts, you know. Gathered the family around, like my brother's sister and my stepfather and her, to watch me open my two gifts and have a laugh. Like, while I was opening my presents. Like, I was like, this Christmas wasn't, it's not in my top five. But it's got a long way to go before it ever reaches frock bottom. <laughs> so I didn't have a great Christmas. Um, but it, it Some would say you had the Christmas blues that year. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris is never coming back. But I did. Um, <laughs> but I did know when when there was no when there was no Merry Christmas, no goodbye, and Laura kept saying it's weird. I was like, hmm. This is how it was. You don't know this, Jim? It's classic. Alright, let's get to it. Frida, 1982. Right here. Oh, fuck. It's in the second hook. There's something going on. But 
that joke didn't plan out. <laughs> so I think it's like my Christmas, that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where Laura, I'm kind of confused. So, I mean, Laura is like, so that, that's kind of, so in, in the same breath where I say it ruining my marriage, and I am, I am over-exaggerating it um, because the large majority of it, because she said like she, she was getting her mental notes together to talk to her today because they're going to talk today. They're talking, I think, right now. Her, her mental notes, when she was telling them to me, she was like, you know, and Bobby and I ended up arguing all, and I was like, well, that's not really honest because we're not really arguing. It's just me being mad and you understanding why I'm mad and then you keeping things from me. You know, and that's where this comes from. It's not really so much that I'm mad at you and you're mad at me. It's that I'm mad at the situation and so are you, but you're not doing anything about it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how this goes. I mean, if she, like, <laughs> I mean, you guys will probably be able to get a decent read on her when you go upstairs. Is she right now? No, I think she's in the garage mm. talking to her. I know she was home. I thought she was working. Oh, she is. But she just got home. Ah, or, or she was coming home shortly. So I don't know. We'll see. I have, I have some updates next week. I guess. So New Year's Eve. I mean, Christmas Eve at my house next year. Christmas Day at yours. <laughs> well, like, so like that's the thing. Maybe so, Chris's house. So like, I do. I do say cri- Christmas Eve. So, uh-huh. I, <laughs> so like, I, there it goes. I do, I'll let you spell it with a K. I do say these things when I'm upset uh, that I don't mean. And like one of the things I was like, I was like, fuck, I'm, like, I'm never fucking doing it. Like, I'm fucking out. I'm fucking out of all of it. I was like, I was like, you want Christmas Eve? I'm going to give you a fucking Christmas Eve. You know, because in my head, I'm like, I'm inviting everybody and it's going to be a blast. Um, but I don't mean that. And I know that that day is very special to her because I know that it comes from her grandparents who are both gone now. They used to get people together on Christmas Eve and have a dinner, and open the gifts that weren't from Santa, and that's where it all comes from. And I will do everything in my power to continue allowing her to have that moment as long as I can. But, like, I made sacrifices for this Christmas Eve, and there's very little that I'm willing to sacrifice for that side of her family anymore. I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but did you know that my wife does not speak to her parents? I did not. I did not. And it was a blow up at Christmas about five really? years ago. Hmm. I hadn't spoken to him since. Did they have a hadn't missed a beat? Did they have an wow. issue with you or something? I remember some. She said something about something. It was. It was. I so, might be conflating two different people. So, are, so 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 my wife has a brother and a half sister. Okay, it's starting to sound familiar. Her and her brother are parented together. Yeah, her sister is her half sister. Who can do no wrong, hung the moon. And this is like from their divorce and remarried or some shit? Correct. So okay. the person my mom, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> the person that my, my wife calls dad well, is their stepdad. Yeah. Her, her biological father is completely out of the picture, but has been for years. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, we were, yeah. Inappropriate. <laughs> they were over for Christmas one year, and, and I don't remember what, something was said, the, the daughter kept saying snide stuff under her breath. Towards you, just in general about the situation, and I think I think that I think some it was something silly like they had gotten some gift for one of the kids that scared them or something, and so we were just screwing around with the kids, and she said something snide about that, and mm-hmm. I, but not loud enough for the room to hear. 
Yeah. But it was, I, I distinctly remember, I was sitting on one couch and the three of them were sitting on the other couch. And I said, hey, if you got something to say, just say it well loud enough for everybody here. I mean, literally, I mean, I was holding people apart. Mm, like it was your, your wife and her stepsister. Mm, well, no, she was hiding in the car. Your wife was. No, no, the stepsister. Half sister. Oh. Half sister was hiding. Gotcha. In the car. But my wife is trying to fight through me and her, her father, her, her stepdad, to get to her sister. And yeah. I don't know. It's, we don't talk to them. My brother-in-law just started talking to them again. I kind of had a desperation because he's oh, so he like he he was out of that event well, that, as well. Based on another in situation involving this same half, half, sister. half sister and the crackhead ex-wife. <laughs> mm, wow. Um, but honestly, I haven't. They never crossed my mind. I don't miss. They. This is nasty to say. I don't. They didn't bring anything to the table for me. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, and, and my parents are. I mean, you guys have met my folks. Mm-hmm. Good they're, people. They're great to us. They're great to my my wife. I often you see, you guys seen those Geico commercial or maybe it's progressive. Like, Don't become your father. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my wife's becoming my dad. I, mm-hmm. I joke to her like because they're. I mean, they have a good relationship and 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 she gets along great with my parents and and I'm glad that my parents are there for her in that capacity. So and, and my dad and his wife came on Christmas morning and had breakfast with us. Mm-hmm. You know, which was fine. He was, he was actually in a really good mood. Like like he a, stayed for fifteen like, minutes. No, he stayed for like probably a couple hours. Oh, nice. he was like he was like in a jolly. Mood. It was mm. weird, almost. Mm. Um, Getting seen. This was the first Christmas that I have not seen my parents at all, ever. Mm. Wow. But there was a part of me that was like, because he was like, you know, they always go on trips and whatever, and they were talking about like cruise drama, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, and I was like, man, I, I, and don't get me wrong, I appreciated them being here. I liked that they came, and I was, I had a good time with them, et cetera, et cetera. But I was like, man, you're talking about drama on a cruise. And you got three grandkids in the other room that never see you, mm. you know. And I was like, nobody cares about your drama on the cruise, but those three kids, they do care about <clears> you here. You know what's funny, man? I've been thinking about this. I wonder if we're too hard on our parents about their grandparenting because our grandparents we had are very so amazing. active grandparents. Yeah, yeah, I think about that too. Yeah. And and I and like, don't get me wrong, I wasn't upset with him, but I, I'd be lying if I said that the the it wasn't a passing thought. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my my like not for nothing. Like my dad was, and he'll be the first one to say like he was a shit father, and he's a much better grandfather. Like that's good. Saying that he's a hundred times better grandfather is accurate, but also doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But you know he's been doing pretty well. It's funny because I like I've like turned over a new leaf with like stuff like that. It's like I'm gonna I'm not gonna get emotionally invested in like my, my mom like her stuff. I'm not gonna get emotionally invested where I'm like <laughs> like worried about it or mad about it anymore. I've like I've just I've been unhooked from that. Mm. So I set up those. I've been trying to set up those healthy boundaries. Like give her a call. Hey, how are you doing? You good? You healthy? Do you need anything? Okay. Hey, if you want to come see the kids. Uh, let me know what weekend, and we'll try to work it out. And I'll also call Rachel because none of my siblings are talking to my mom now either. Ah. And um, you know, I'll call my sister. We can get you know the other grandkids over all at the same time because uh, my sister won't coordinate, but she'll drop off her daughter. You mm-hmm. know, and it's like you know because I believe, and I don't know, I might be just telling myself a villain story about her. I think that she needs to perpetually be the victim of things. Mm-hmm. Like she's not engaging with that. Well, my cat's really sick, and I might have to put her down, or, or have to stay here and make sure the medicine is working because she'll be in pain. Like, hey, listen, that's fine. If you if you want to spend 
your time with a feral cat that you've domesticated and whether or not it can pee or not and not come to your grandkids, <laughs> that's fine. That's you've you've said enough. Right. Call me when you're ready. The door's open. And I'm not angry about it. I was like, hey, I understand, you know, your animals sometimes like your children. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh yeah, I just like you know, I'm not trying to get my, my hopes about stuff. It's just like it is it is what it is. And like I, I kinda agree with your last statement. Like sometimes sometimes I think it's okay to be like, hey, listen, they're not bringing anything to the table, you know. And I and I think, I think you know, like we we don't treat ourselves very well, like with stuff like that. Like we don't treat ourselves well with sometimes p- things that we associate with ourselves like that. Like mm-hmm. we treat our animal, we take better care of our animals. Like, oh, okay, I got to give my animal the fucking flea and tick medication. I got a little reminder on my phone and it's on the calendar, and I'm really good at doing that. But then, like, I won't take care of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we don't treat each other like we deserve. Yeah. Like where somebody deserved to be treated well. You know, I, I had a revelation. It was it was right before actually it was right before I moved up here. Um from Alabama where I'm from. Um <laughs> Alabama. There you go. And and it was I realized a lot of the friendships or what I thought were friendships was me calling people. And they never and, and, and so I said, I'm not gonna call that person. Dude, and what happens? They never call you. I deleted a lot of numbers out of my fucking phone. Yeah. I hear you. And and you know, they never I haven't heard from these people in years, and it's people that I always instigated the conversation with, but I never got it back. So, so I'm like, I don't think we're really friends. And so I stopped calling them, you know, and it's, it, there's always that awkward dynamic where you, when you work with people and you think you're really close cause you talk every day, but yeah. you're normally just bitching about work. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, you both, and I'll give a, this example. I worked with this guy, um, our companies merged and we kind of ended up having to work together. We had a lot in common. He was in a lot of this nerd stuff. We actually went and saw suicide squad together in the theater. Maybe that's why he doesn't talk to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He went to a different company. I left that company. I came to the company I'm with now. I had his number. Um, I called him three or four times. No answer. I sent him a text. Nothing. I said, okay, you get one more chance. Called him, no answer. Deleted his number, hadn't heard from him since. Mm. It's a cut the cord, man. Cut yeah. the cord. I you, was listening to uh, some guys talk about Aquaman, mm-hmm. and they were ranking it with other DC movies. Like that, yeah. that, that it, The conversation had progressed to that point, which it always does. Which, I, to be honest with you, I do it too. But whenever I'm left alone with my thoughts, I'm always like, it's not really fair. It's not really fair mm. to have that conversation. Apples and, apples and oranges. It's not fair to have that conversation about Star Wars. It's not fair to have that conversation about Marvel or DC. But we we all do it, and I'm as guilty as anybody else. Um, but they were they were talking about it, and they were like, "Well, let's see." So it was about something. So that puts it above Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that movie was about a ma- uh, about Amanda Law. Law. That's what it's about. It's about hit generations. <laughs> Um, a lot of hip generations. So let's let's get into. So new you guys are you guys good now? Um, I think so. Uh, um, it, this conversation I think is going to be defining. This is a big conversation I think that's getting ready to take place because this is pretty much going to put it at. Look, just Bobby's out. Bobby's out. <clears throat> so now, now do, let me ask you this: Do you think your mo- your mother in law is? capable of realizing like oh yeah you know i made some promises i made and i didn't follow through at all yeah i'm to blame probably okay that's good yeah that's i mean good she's, thing. look like I, I i talk about it here but like like don't get it twisted for a minute like she's not crazy she's which i don't say about um a lot of people that i don't have issue with you know or that i do have issue with um she's an outstanding mother 
and she's an outstanding grandmother. And I will never in a million years take those two stripes from her. Um, it's just how she integrates into other relationships of her children and grandchildren where she becomes a nuisance. She's a matriarch bully. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into news. Um, there's not much, but there are a few things. So for one, well, would you look at that? Just look at it. <laughs> um, there is currently uh, news about... Yes, yes, yes. The Gambit movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that quite good. Um, but uh, Metro newspaper reports that Transformers live-action movie series producer Lorenzo D. Bonaventura admits that an animated movie set in Cybertron is currently in the works. We actually have an animated movie in the works that will tell the whole Cybertron mythology. The fans will love it. We're trying to figure out an Optimus Prime solo movie. It will be hard with Optimus. He's always right, very stoic, and is a man of few words. It is kind of like saying, let's do an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, but how much is there to say about Obi-Wan Kenobi? It's not easy. There's tons of shit to say about Obi-Wan. I agree. But anyway, um, but I think that 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 could be the thing to satisfy my Transformers fandom. I think it has the, 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 the ingredients and the recipe are available to do that. I just don't know how much they're willing to uh, put their own little spin on the special sauce. Has this Bumblebee movie diminished your fa- you and the fandom? No. Increased? Same. Same? Neutral. Do you think What do you think it's going to do with the, the culture, the Transformer culture in general? I think that because this movie is, is not an inherently bad movie, it's an average movie that brings nothing new to the table and has some odd bookends, but the bookends happen to be very cool. I think that people will be extremely forgiving of this movie. Okay. Um, Would you, do you concur? I concur, doctor. <laughs> so uh, then we, there's a couple trailers that hit this week. Um, Hell of an arm, or that was last week, but we didn't talk about it really. The Hellboy trailer. So yeah. I, did, I did finally watch it. It's fun. It is fine. I can't tell if the guy that's playing Hellboy isn't doing some sort of impression of, of the previous of the guy previous that Hell- did yes, Hellboy. Yes, I get the exact same impression. Oh, really? I didn't feel that at all. Okay. At all. Because, because in the books, I don't know, and it's the look, too. I mean, Ron Perlman, I think, did a fine job playing Hellboy, but yeah. he didn't... I don't know that that the attitude that he carried in that movie, which I which I like, it uh-huh. doesn't. It's not how he is in the books. Oh, really? He's a yeah. lot. He's a lot more. He says "ah crap" a lot. <laughs> I kind of uh, dig that. I, yeah, I mean, but I and I mentioned this in in somewhere a thread I was I was commenting on. It's almost like David Harbor is they're remaking those movies based on those movies as a source material. Right. But uh, some other people... Oh, I see what, you, I see what you're talking about. Some yeah. other people chimed in that there's a lot of references to a lot of... I mean, there's a ton, uh, and I have by far, don't, don't say I think I'm saying that I've read it. Right, there's but there's a ton of material. Of, there's a ton of material. Apparently there's a lot of little pulls well, from here and I there. I saw a lot of stuff in there because mm-hmm. there's a lot of characters and imagery and everything sure. else that I was like, this probably means something to someone. Right. <laughs> like, it's just shot mm-hmm. that way. Um, but it, I think it looked, I agree. I think that the, the opening joke, like I always had a strong right hand. I was like, all right, let's see. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> I'm on board. I already got, um, I, I do feel there's a little Harper from stranger things in there. Like I can tell, like he's, he's, he's bringing it to his own, like kind of how like, this is, this is, I don't think this is the wrong way. Like, 
Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr. Now they're interchangeable. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Ron Perlman or whatever the fuck his name Ron is. Ron Burgundy. Burgundy. Yeah. Funny fuck story about funny <laughs> funny story about um, Ron Perlman. My wife for years and years thought that was Ted Danson. Thought they were the same person. <laughs> Just, what? Yeah. I mean, they kind of sort of no jawline. Jaw no jawline. The hair. No. It's. The, I mean, no. Anyway, so anytime, no. anytime I mention Hellboy, she says, "Oh, you mean Ted Danson?" <laughs> That's funny. So it's it's just same thing with uh, Sons of Anarchy. So, and then there was also the uh, Thor in Black movie is coming or Men in Black. Yeah, um, it doesn't look good. It doesn't. It it, it doesn't have the charm. It doesn't. Be honest it doesn't have the charm. I couldn't tell you if it was Chris or Liam playing that role. It was Chris. I know it is now, but when I first yeah. saw the the scene, I'm like, which one is that? But like I. I think, and I know '90s movies did this a lot, but yeah, I hold up. but I think I, I know the '90s. Let me just remember, I know the '90s probably overdid this, but I think, and I've never seen Men in Black, so I could be way the fuck off base. Let me say that also, but I think it seems like to me there's something that is important about doing that movie with one seasoned veteran and one new wild card. I agree. That has been the hundred and ten percent. Okay. Yeah, you are spot on. And it doesn't it's, seem that way with this it's, one. Because no, it's the straight man. One's a straight man, mm-hmm. and one's like the, the, the clown. Right. And that's always how it's been, even in the cartoon and every rendition right. of the movie. Even when they went back in time in the third one, and Josh Brolin plays Tommy Lee Jones' character, mm-hmm. and it's like, holy fuck, were you ever a joyous young person? Right, right, and that right. That was like right, the right. gag. Like, you're fucking older now than you are now. You know, right, you, right, you've right. made improvements. So Yeah. But um, other than that, I don't think it looks very good. Yeah, it, it, I don't it, care. It reminds me I'll of catch it on Netflix. It reminds yeah, me of the Ghostbusters yeah. reboot in a way. Ooh. I, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that bad. Let me let me let me bad. say what I mean. Where it's like, it's it's some sort of bastardized, cheap impression of something that is meaningful to someone else. Now, if they if they chose Liam Neeson and Chris Hemsworth, yes, that would have been perfect. Yes. I agree, but they had to—they had to fucking go all social justice warrior on and, it. And I'm not sure. Well, I don't know if I feel like it's a social justice move, but I also don't feel. Like, I don't. I just be. Oh, okay. Funny. I yeah. don't feel like the. I don't feel that like Chris Hemsworth. I don't like him as the fool. That's true. Yeah, because he was a fool in Ghostbusters. Yeah, it is. He's a funny dude. Yeah, I agree, but I, I don't think he's. I I don't think he's he's he, an idiot funny. Well, yeah, you know the problem is there's a certain physical physicality to being the idiot. I agree that he is. That's a good point. He, he's not. He's he's the all American. Like you don't get to be that good looking and that buff by being an idiot. You do when you're Mister Bean. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, like there's a certain. There, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a yeah. certain like when you're Jim Carrey. Right. Like 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 I can't take Arnold Schwarzenegger in a slapstick type of situation. It just doesn't work. Well, you know? that's maybe a slapstick, but I mean Twins is pretty fucking awesome. It's, but it's not a slapstick. I agree. Um, and then there was, uh, so there's two parts to this, right? So Vertigo Comics is doing a comic book based on Jesus Christ as a superhero, which is cool. But the more interesting question is now who wins between Jesus, Goku and Superman? I mean, Jesus (laughs) or one punch man. Yeah, I was just trying to make a joke, dude. Don't fucking take it too serious. You know I mean? Let me give you a little bit of this fucking action here. Lighten up the mood. Come on, dude. <laughs> um, but no, this actually does sound pretty interesting. I'm going to uh, read an excerpt from it. 
Um, Vertigo, I feel like, has been quiet. Maybe it's just my ignorance, but I feel like Vertigo used to make yeah. a lot of noise, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't feel like they yeah. have. But um, the fucking Black Horse. Is it Black Horse? Witness the return of Jesus Black Christ Black. as he is sent on a most holy mission by God to learn what it takes to be the true Messiah of mankind by becoming roommates with the world's favorite savior, the all powerful superhero, Sun Man, the last son of Chris Bex. But when Christ returns I to Earth, but when Christ returns to Earth, he's shocked to discover what has become of his gospel, and now he aims to set the record straight. I'm, like, down. I'm on board. I'm down. Have you guys ever seen? Uh, first of all, are you fans of the show The Boondocks? Yes, of course, one hundred percent. And what's, they're hometown heroes. What, yeah. What's the best episode? Ooh. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to tell you. It's, it's when Martin Luther King comes back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really, that uh, literally sounds like. Yeah. But the can, can I can I borrow a pencil or can I, <laughs> can I borrow fries? Is dude that shit? How are you going to borrow some fries? Is you going to give them back? Like <laughs> no, the best one. The guy gets possessed. The the lawyer that's married to the white Oh, movies. yeah. That one's really, really good. good. Dude, that and fucking Uncle, show is fucking great. And Uncle Ruckus has got to beat it out of him. And, and you know what else is great? You, know so, you know what's so great about this? Reed! Joker Reed! You know what's so great about this show to me is that, like, so if 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 I watch it to, today, the 26th of December, by the 25th of December next year, I'd be like, that was a pretty good show. But if I were to watch it the, the night of the 25th, the 26th, I'd be like, I forgot how fucking great that show yeah, is. I like, I lose track of just how fucking good that goddamn show is. And we do that with everything, because mm-hmm. there's so much. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes we put, we, sometimes we'll even elevate stuff. You know, but this, it's like a charm almost that, like, I forget how good Ooh. it is, so I'm willing to give it another watch. And the, then Itis, like, the Itis episode was good, too. I'm smacked as a reminder of how good it is. The whole thing with um, 50 Cent and Ja Rule... <laughs> Like God, so well, good, man. Just saying, saying to say, <laughs> what you just read me about this Jesus comic book uh-huh. um, reminds me of the Martin Luther King I, coming to I, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, literally yeah. believe that 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 episode led to that. That was like one of the that a cascade of events from that episode led to Barack Obama being president. That episode, because like. I, I, like, cause it, it, sh- cause like it shifted, it like, it shifted in your mind and you're like, oh, that is interesting. You know what I mean? Like, like how it, it may, after I was done watch, like, wow, the, there is still this like unknown racism that is still like that bias that you don't know that you have it, that, that, you know what I mean? It's a very, it's a very dangerous show. Like, well, it, I mean, how, what is that? 10 years ago now? Yeah. No, it's been, but, it's been longer, it's longer than that. But yeah. they put out a third season, like. It was yeah. so shockingly like out of nowhere they dropped a third yeah. season. But I, I, I don't know. I'm Who a big knows fan. if that would have even get made today though? You know. Oh, it'd oh, be. There's no way it can be made today. It would be challenging. I mean, I'm not gonna say yeah. there's no way because like people like South Park still get away with some outlandish shit, but not really. South South Park. They're only making half the episodes now. Mm. You know what I mean? But that might be them. They're f- but so let's move on to the Doom lazy. Patrol. Did you see the trailer Doom Patrol? So you are 100 percent correct. I don't know what I was reading that made me think oh. that they were just going to be in. Um, Involved, but they showed the trailer for Doom Patrol. Yeah. It's just coming to the. Is like a teaser? One that they're taking yeah, the picture. pictures and stuff. It's, it doesn't do anything for me. Okay, ignorant DC. I um, honestly don't know anything what the about fuck them. Is Doom Patrol. I don't know anything about them either. I didn't think Cyborg was part of them, but it's, it's just like a bootleg Avengers. You know. Uh, and then we have Q and A, but I don't think we got any questions this week. And really? Yeah. Wow. So then we'll move on. We got a little bit of episode. Uh, we got a little bit of Star Wars news, rather. So two things. One. There's a lot of going around. You shared the note. There's about this. Uh, what Marvel Comics has done in Darth Vader is they have highly suggested, according to my 
reading of it. Um, not, and I shouldn't say reading, glancing. They've highly suggested that Darth Plagueis did create Vader or, or Anakin. Plagueis? I'm sorry. Um, Sidious. Sidious. But like, the Metachlorians. Yeah. But like from, correct me if I'm wrong. They're all around us. But it's not like, it's not black and white. It's just like you see him fucking with Shmi and then we know that Anakin comes. Yeah, right. So it's like one of those open door things yeah. where it's like, they could, I mean, he could have been curing her arthritis, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like we, we've been, now, we've been, we've known this for years. The we, I mean, that was the, ori- I mean, that was the original. Theorized. No, I mean, it, it, Lucas even said that was the original script. Yeah, but it, but it never made it too. <clears> so we've always been like, yeah. you know, what is it and whatever. But um, it is interesting. Um, and I think that, I think that it, w- what would be cool is if you find out that, that, they manipulated, they manipulated the Jedi to make them think that this is the one, and Anakin was never the one. That it it, it was Ray. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, and that really brings something back. You That's know? true. But at the same time, it kind of does it do something? Does it take away from Vader? Oh, is that the finale of that book or something? No. Is that what yes. I read? Okay. So, so that book has now come to an end, I think. And um, they say that you should really sit down and read it in its entirety. That it does do some great things. Let me ask you this. What if Vader is the one? Like mm-hmm. they go. What if there is this entity in the Force? Like mm-hmm. there's this subconscious, like the will of the Force, mm-hmm. and they they got it and they perverted it, right? And then it went back, and then it came back to balance, and it, that's what Ray is. It's not really a soul or, or reincarnation. It is like this other dimensional being, <clears throat> you know. And you know when she's like looking in the mirror and everything, and mm-hmm. it goes on forever. Maybe like there's a, there's like an internal aspect that time doesn't really affect. You know, it's it's some kind of fourth dimensional being that we really can't understand, yeah. and because Vader and them, not Vader, because Palpatine kind of manipulated it, that's why we have Ray. I mean, so would I you think, be okay with that? I think I got to see how it's done, because conceptually, like, does it sound like something that conceptually that, it does not? Okay, but I think it is one of those things where I'm like, you know, you should never put oil paint on a wood canvas or some shit and then you see how they did it. it's like okay unless you're gonna do it like that then it's you know what i mean okay but like i think that i think that for me like that's what because to me like that's that's what makes him special is that like he did it like it's one of those things where it's the it is the you think you think that destiny has gone wrong that you mistrusted destiny or destiny fooled you but it ended up it had to go through these steps in order to make it happen. No, I'm trying. And huh. if if they take away from that <clears throat> where he didn't do it and now she has to do it, it does take something away from Vader for me. Or and, and she's just, just talking bal- about she's it. She's just balancing out the equation. Right, but I'm saying like if he didn't balance it, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that would be my issue. Well, I mean the thing the ultimate the ultimate problem is is if if you ended at six then he he can balance it. Right. You got to have conflict. You have to upset the balance, you know? Well, I think... So so to tell more story, you're going to have to throw in a monkey wrench someplace. Well, I think that's why they've gone out of their way to not make Kylo a Sith, is to not undo the balancing. That this is something different, that (laughs) the the universe has kind of adapted, and that's why we're seeing this. See, this is where I think... And I'll be straightforward. This is where I think you're being intellectually dishonest. Because... Just because Kylo is a Sith does not mean there's balance. You know, I think that you're using that label as a get out of jail free card. The fact of the matter is, there's two dark side users. 
that are fucking causing wreck, you know, throughout the, the galaxy. And there's there's one fucking there's one fucking Jedi who's turned himself off to the Force. Now, regardless of you know, regardless of how long it takes before Ray comes out, that is quintessentially unbalanced for a time period. You know, maybe seventeen years, maybe five years. You don't know, but I mean, there is no balance in in the Force in that application. And I don't think that the Jedi Sith label is necessarily needed. Well, except it, it's Obi Wan even says it was said that you would destroy the Sith. Like that's part and bring balance to the force. Right. That's part of it. Like that's why they're not a Sith. It's 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 adhering to the, the rules within universe. It's it's not necessarily a matter of intellectual dishonesty as much as it is a matter of what was the purpose of the chosen one. And the purpose of the chosen one is not to make it too the dark one, side. No, the one to bring balance to Wait the a force. Minute. Yeah. And that and in order to do that, it needed to cleanse the Sith. But I think you're. I think you're adding into. You're adding into va- a vague statement. I think it's a specific one. No, I mean that. Are you speak the prophet of the the one who rebounds the force. That is a statement. But so is it was said that you would destroy the Sith, not, not join them. them. I hear you. Bring balance to the force, not leave it in, in darkness. In darkness, yeah. But I mean, that's fine. But he didn't do that. No, he did. He did. When he destroyed, he destroyed the Sith by being redeemed and destroying the Sith Lord. And that's, yes. And that's what brought balance. If six is the last episode. Well, no. Theoretically. You see what I'm saying here? No, no, no. Because it's not a matter of dark side users and light side users. It's a matter of curing this cancer so that there can be balance. We don't know what the balance means, but what we do know is that the Sith can't exist in it. All right, so if we don't know balance means, then we can't say that it's balanced now. We can't say that, that Snoke is part of the balance or outside the balance. Well, we don't, really know, we don't really know the implications of... That's the problem with talking about this trilogy, is we don't know the implications of Ren. We don't even know what Ren means, mm-hmm. and we don't know the implications of Kylo until hopefully after this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got news for you. I'm not sold that we will. Um, there's heavy rumors circulating again about the Knights of Ren being in it, but like I've, I've, I've heard that song before. Um, I think, I mean, so there's stuff that I think, and then there's stuff that I can only interpret how it's been given to me. One of those is that there can't be any Sith because the force, because Anakin brought balance to the force. That's been said. So I think it's that, if if Anakin's whole g- goal and purpose, destiny and fate was to destroy the Sith, and she is the embodiment of that purpose, then what's her point? Is is where it leaves me. And then if she is here for a point that we may not know, because maybe in the next thirty years there is some Sith Lord, then what's the point of Anakin? Like that's where it leaves me. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. What do you think, Chris? I really like lightsabers. <laughs> I do, too. I have, a, I have a blue one I built it myself. The sound card's messed up, though. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I watch Christmas Story also on Christmas. So did I. Dude, there's this one part I find funnier and funnier every year that I, I didn't necessarily do it for me when I was a kid, but it's like, I like Wizard of Oz. And it's Ralphie's response to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dismissive. <laughs> Well, like at first he plays into it. He's like, I like Santa. Yeah? He's like, yeah. Okay. I like Wizard of Oz. And he's like, 
Yeah. Like, okay, this kid's this kid's off the he's a, he's in the res- no, he's not in the resource room. He's in the level five room. <laughs> and then the other note is uh we did get uh semi confirmation from John Boyega who said in some interview or on Twitter uh, I can't remember the exact fucking thing of it. That it's a year later. That episode nine is taking place a year later. <clears throat> what do you think about that? <sighs> let me ask. Well, let me let me rephrase the question. Do you think that there needs to be time jumps between episodes? I, I there's two. I think yeah, it needs to yes. be immediately afterwards, or there needs to be some time. Yes. Like if if it's a total cliffhanger, then it should be immediately after type of thing, or within. As much as needed. Yeah, that's in the Mandalorian, right? Hmm. So yeah, I did see that. The Mandalorian's gonna have IGA. <clears throat> the Mandalorian one is is concern is is a concern to me, but I'm I'm trying to that era. <clears throat> I just want to get away are, from that. Are era. you still? Are you still? Hmm, how do I phrase this? Uncertain of your totality of feelings towards Disney Star Wars. Um, I mean, I guess. Hey, I mean, um, they can still fuck it up for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't think they can fuck up Star Wars for me. Um, because Star Wars will always be what it is to me, but I think they can fuck up this trilogy I mean, to me. Like, Indiana Jones 4 is horrible. Oh, it's yeah. never going to fuck up Star, it's never going to fuck up Indiana Jones for me because I just pretend it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So I can understand that. Right. Yeah. Right, so I could be in that boat, but like I'm not interested in Indiana Jones five. Right, but unless I, it's going to be him waking up like, oh, I had this crazy dream about aliens. So, I, but here <laughs> that would be great. Here's yeah. here's the thing that could set. Here's the thing that's different though is that like, so this nine, in my opinion, could fuck up all the good work that eight did, and that's my concern. What about in in seven as well? It can, it can, it can make seven hold less meaning for me. But I think that the the thing that sets Star Wars apart is that they can do, like, let's say this Ryan Johnson trilogy is three whole different movies set somewhere else in time with a whole new cast of characters. So now that, to me, is detached from this. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter how unfulfilled this might leave me. Mm-hmm. If there's a new hope, so to speak, in this. Mm-hmm. So, like, while nine, the the worst thing that nine can make me do is be uninterested in the sequel trilogy. Mm. I think. It's hard to say until you get there. But, like, just because it fucks up nine, like, let's say they do 10, 11, and 12 in 10 years that takes place 60 years in the future, it could be like, this is great. Because I think in Indiana Jones, each one stands... Um, more so on the shoulders of the previous, where Star Wars with me, it's like that only within the trilogies. So three stands on the shoulders of two and one, and six on five and four, but but seven doesn't stand on one in the same way. And four doesn't stand on one in the same way, which is a good thing. Hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I'm not, I mean, excited. And the trailer's coming out tonight, right? That's another rumor. It's Wednesday rumor. God damn it. <laughs> shit, check this shit. It might be out right now. I feel like my phone would have lit up a thousand times if it hit. Oh, really? It is one of Unless the... people are too busy watching it over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. Uh, she said, home having a glass of wine. I think it went well overall. 
Cool. Yeah. Um, huh. I think that's that's it. Um, I guess we should do shout outs. Uh, shout out to the Cool Table, Shattercast Uncut, End of the Realm, Beer and Boulders 40K, Plastic Fanatics. I do have an alibi. <laughs> okay. I, I have this idea that I want to flesh out here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should talk about it on the podcast. Somebody might steal it. Mm-hmm. Had a interesting dream, and the dream made me think about a good plot for a movie. And the movie goes to the point where you're following the, the main character. He's like living his life. He's kind of more mundane, you know, doing his thing. He starts to get suspicious about people and things around him, like something's not making sense, like the world isn't making sense. And it all comes to the point at the end where you find out he is literally the last biological human being. And everybody around him is like AI robots that are just kind of playing along because they kind of feel like, listen, you guys built us. We're doing like crazy stuff all over the place. So like you just eventually stop breeding and like, you know, we, we kind of came in and, and became companions for you. And as you slowly died off, we like, you know, helped you live a long, healthy life. It's kind of like a zoo type of thing. And at the point that he figures it out, like, and, and you're the last one, and we just were focusing on something big, and we didn't, we weren't watching you enough, and you figured it out. We're sorry for that. So we can do a couple of things. We can erase your memory. We can enhance you, um, so you can just like live forever. But everybody synthetic, nobody's biological. That you were the last bit of the human race. We have, a, you know, we are what's left of you. We are kind of your children. And at the end of it, he just, he, like, chooses to, like, let himself go, like, kill himself. And, like, I want, like, kind of, like, the whole thing, you know, this is what's left or whatever. I think that'd be kind of a cool, interesting type story. Mm-hmm. You know, I think. Any ideas? Any 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 concepts on that? I think I need to, to like, get they think They think about that. You know, yeah, I need mean? to get in a place. Like, AI, like, you know, like, synthetic human beings. And that that'd be like the whole like the whole the whole twist. I mean, you kind of you kind of have to ruin the twist to explain mm-hmm. the movie because there would be some like am I going crazy? You know, like you know, trying like it's it's a little Truman Show esque, but it's yeah. like it's kind of came to mind. It, it, but it, it's it's just like he doesn't know he doesn't realize the kind of world that he's living in. Yes, but he is real living a real life, and he's free to do whatever he wants to do. Like his kids aren't real; they're just synthetic makeups, hmm. you know. And they're just like like his wife is like designed like it's just. To look, you know, be like the woman of his dream to make like the most happy life. Like there's, you know, they've calculated the challenge like to make your life challenging and difficult to have like the bad times and the good times. They like totally <clears throat> mapped it out. And like, he's like, no, this is the realest life you could live. You know, we just engineer it so you, you know, to be perfectly balanced. So you'd be the, the optimal happiness that you, your species could be because you're miserable, you know, angry apes. And like right. really like getting down at any, just like kind of like just usually like to off himself. But can that you just let me die? We can do that too. That's up to you. And you know, or you can live digitally in hmm. like a utopia. Hmm. We do whatever you want to do, and that's what he chooses to do. What would you do, Chris? Um, how's that robot pussy? <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Stasis lock. Um, <laughs> toy detox, building up to it, breaking the mold, and fresh communications. And. Uh, shout out to the rest of the Nerve team, both Phil's, be it Maryland or Black. And Raul, of course, couldn't see Raul here soon, I hope. And Joe KW, of course, who couldn't be here, um, but I'll be seeing him tomorrow. He's working till 2020. Yeah. And a 24-hour shift. And Dante. And this just came to me. Um, the, the the balancing thing, I, I just want to clarify. 
because you're not saying that balancing the force is, you know, X amount of Sith and X amount of Jedi. I don't think we know what balancing is, but I, I think that I think. But, but that's not your assumption. No. Okay. 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 That's, that's it. Because, but, but what I'm saying is, we don't know what balancing the force is, and so therefore we can't say that it's just killing the things that call themselves Sith. To me, you don't know what a Sith is compared to what. To me, it's like Snoke is. It's that there's good and bad in the world, right? Like there's night and day, cold and hot, order and chaos, order and chaos, good and bad. But the Sith is like a cancer. It's like a. It's it's a trump card laid on the bad side, and the shit can't ever equal out when that card is in play. I don't think we know that. I think that that's that's that's, that's what I get from the mater- from my interpretation of the material. So that's why those that's why those challenges hit my scale when we talk about what Ray's purpose is. Now I hear you, yeah. and, and I'm saying is that regardless of the with the exception of the name, what Snoke is is interchangeable with what Vader and, and Palpatine or uh, I, I don't see that I don't I don't I don't, the, I don't see that that way I don't see that that way because like just like like from and I think it's just from 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 the exposure like there's a dark side user but a dark side user isn't necessarily a, a Sith Lord like it is a it is I, a, no I hear yeah. I, I get that okay I'm okay. tracking but I don't think that we have enough information about Snoke or the, the Knights of Ren or the First Order that we can make any determination how they're indistinguishable from the Sith. So all intents and purposes, they're just, the only thing different is spelling. Oh, and therefore we can't say that Anakin so that, brought so balance, that, so, so that balance I can, to the so, Force. So that I can agree with, but to me it doesn't matter. Because if, if this is the rule, then I'm good with the rule. What do you mean? Like if, if the rule is the Chosen One destroys the Sith, then I'm good with the rule. But it, that's not the rule. The rule is, brings balance to the Force. Yeah, and destroys the Sith. And... So there's two there's two elements to his purpose, but they don't say and, they just say you were supposed to join to destroy the Sith, and that is bringing balance. That that was in episode three, but in episode one, you know, it's the prophecy of the, the one who brings balance to the Force. At that point, when they're even talking about the prophecy, they believe the, the Sith are extinct. I believe the Sith no, they were they're extinct. You know what I mean? So for them to either entertain. The, uh, the concept of the prophecy, there has to be an initial element that's past the Sith. I think that's posing the question, are they destroyed and if to you, those people in the council? I think that's what's shaking them up. But I think there's still multiple elements to the prophecy so that the, they've art- articulated. The word balance would indicate two sides. I, I agree. So, I mean, and I've never torn this apart like this before. You destroy the Sith, there is no balance. I, 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 it's just another way to look at it. No, because there's always people doing bad things. It doesn't destroy evil. So you're saying that... I'm saying that the Sith are disproportionately evil. Okay, so there's, there's Force users that are evil, that, that are doing bad yeah, things. And they don't even saying. need to be Force users. It's just... Because of, Okay. Correct. Okay. Is, is, so that's, that's the questions that that raises for me with Ray. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm tracking that's it. That's all. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but like... It, it's different for you, and I'm good with that too. No, no. I mean, the, the question... I think the question at hand is, is that... We don't we don't know what balance of the force is, but obviously, I mean, I think that we can reduce, regardless of balance of the force, that it has less likely to do with Sith, because there still is the no. conflict after Vader's. No, gone. I disagree. I think that destroying the Sith is germane to bringing balance to the force. 
Then why do we have Snoke? He's not a Sith. The Sith were destroyed. Yeah, but for all intents and purposes, he is a Sith. Yeah, but that's a problem with the universe from the outside. From the inside, it's not. Yeah, I, like I just, there's always going to be good guys and bad guys. I, I get that, but they just can't be the Sith. The Sith are this ancient old thing that have ties to the original fucking whatever of the um, bastardization of the Force. Like, and is, is Snoke that not that? We don't know what Snoke is, but we know he's not a Sith. Do we? Yeah, it's said in um, EU stuff. But yeah. they, sometimes they don't adhere to their own EU. Yeah. So I don't know. It's hard to say. I but they're definitely. I, mean, I, I just. I don't. I, I don't mean, think even, there's enough. I, I don't think there's enough information. I don't think there's enough information from either side of making it definitive. But the fact that the, I think the fact that the question is there, we don't know what X is. But the fact that we we can kind of figure out why we can determine that X is not just the Sith. The Sith is not just the that part of the equation. There's more to the equation than that. I'm okay with there being. Yeah, I, I agree. There's more to the equation, but it's part of the equation. I'm not saying it's not, but what I'm saying is because the fact that there, it is part of the equation, then, then Anakin has not fulfilled the, the chosen one prophecy. That's my whole point. Because if he did, there would be balance, and there's not balance. Why isn't there balance? Because there's still, there's still, force is still, you know, turned up. It is still murky. It is not, it is not you know, it is not where it needs to be because there's conflict. There has to be conflict. And that, that, and yeah, that's, I don't think balancing the force means that you're conflict-free. Okay. That's yeah. fine. I don't know. I don't know. So. Is it going? <laughs> Lawrence, so you didn't bring me a glass? Well, I thought it would be fucked up to just bring Oh, that's true. They're going to be leaving shortly. <laughs> oh, wow. I feel um, so welcome. I can have a sip. <laughs> You can have a glass. I'm fucking with you. All right. Well, that great. Are we we done? Yeah, I was getting ready to say you're a shit. You should just do it. <laughs> no. It rolls off the tongue. Great tits. Tasty taint. Tight dick player. Great rabbit tits. <laughs>